Always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Is that a Christmas joke? For me? No. Never. So isn't it time you unwrapped your present? Oh, I think so. The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the money. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Well, it's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Have any fun with a dinner Kill Bond. Now. To the right. To the right. To the right. Shocking. Positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you an ice cream. Uh, <laughs> ho, 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 everybody. It's Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's probably after Christmas when you're listening to this. So I've retired for the year. <laughs> uh, but we are here. Uh, shall I keep this up for the whole episode? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We are here for a very special, impromptu episode, uh, which was not planned. Uh, not like all of our other not, very Not three drinks ago, it wasn't planned. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not like our other very highly detailed planned episodes <laughs> that we normally do. Uh, our pre-production meetings are normally hours and hours long. Um, we are here for a very impromptu and a very special first time festive episode of seven. I'm, I'm sad that on your soundboard you don't have some like bells or <laughs> festive enough oh, uh, I'll, I'll find something I'm festive day, is I'm this festive, festive for you Noah it's a winner uh, <laughs> you know what you correct know what, I, I, in the spirit of the season I'm giving you a free pass play, play the song, play oh, the song. Are, you, are you serious are you, are you, pass. It's oh, the festive season. Here she is. Oh, look at you. You're so okay, good to me. <laughs> what did, what did you actually think about that, Noah? Oh, it's pretty gay. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, I back that. <laughs> uh, we are here for a very impromptu festive uh, season episode, which six years in, we've never done a double old seven Christmas special. So here we go for our holiday festive special. Probably you're not listening to this on Christmas Day on the account of us recording this uh, at the end of Christmas Day, but it's the festive season, right? Those days between Christmas, New Year's, you don't even know what's happening in those days in the new year, whatever. Uh, so we're here for just some festive fun to end out the year. Uh, and there are only two of us Uh Maybe we can shoot a link to the third one. He might be able to pop in later for. Well, it's actually we'll proper see. Christmas room now. I'm sure he's like up with his kids yeah, opening he presents. He does have and... a family, but we, yeah, we can what's see. that like? Um, but anyway, uh, my name is Noah, and Ben, do you know how Christmas trees are grown? And my name is Ben, and I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Yeah, I saved that. I saved that for you. <laughs> Did you like? You know, the funny thing is, is like obviously a lot of the James Bond community are doing their whole like pictures of Christmas Jones. Merit like I posted my on my Instagram and my Twitter a picture of Christmas Jones, and I just literally wrote Merry next Christmas. I've had a few people comment going, "Oh, I get that. I get that." And I'm like, "Well, I'm glad you do. Good job, Merry Denise." Merry Denise. 
Richards? Yes. Also, speaking of the Bond community, fuck you for us not being nominated for best podcast in the Bond community awards. That's I'm getting that over and done with. I'm a bit drunk. I can say it. Were there some Bond community podcast there are, awards there recently? Are, there is literally right now as we speak, there is apparently some person has created the Bond community like awards for the internet, right? So there's like best YouTube channel, best this, best that, and there's a best podcast category. And uh, I think there's about 10 nominated. We're not one of them. So, um, yeah, fuck you, Bond community. Not Merry Christmas to you. We were in the top 36, so I would have been surprised if we were in the top 10 for the, the community awards. But I'm trying to find. I did send the screenshot of it. I can tell you what what is nominated, and we can wish all of these a best of uh, Merry Christmas luck if you are dying to know if this wants to load for me this uh, Christmas. Uh, <laughs> here we go. All right. So uh, Blunt Instruments, Selling Secrets Podcast, James Bond Radio, Being James Bond from Tailors With Love, Dressed to Kill, Suit Up with Terence Lehew, James Bond and Friends, Spy Hearts Podcast, Really 007, Quantum of History and British Culture, Albion Never Dies. So out of all of those, how many of these actually sound like James Bond podcasts? One, two, three. Bond Radio. <laughs> four, five. So of the 12 that are there, only like five of them Kind of sound like, I mean, British culture, Albion never dies, um, selling secrets podcast, blunt instruments. I mean, fuck you all. <laughs> Where's uh, I'm not bitter. Dead in 2016. Now, seriously, congratulations to all the podcasts. I'm sure they're all great. And uh, please vote yeah. the Bond Community Awards. Our best Christian. In all seriousness, I've, I've talked about it plenty of times. The Bond Community is probably the best of all the podcasts we've ever done in our lives. Um, I've yeah. never had an issue with anything to do with the Bond community. It, there's debates, it's friendly, and I actually really enjoy the James Bond social media community. So Merry Christmas to everyone and best of luck to those podcasts. Christmas to the Bond community. Merry Christmas. Cheers. We look forward to winning next year. Yeah, I mean, best, we were coming for your Bond community. Ben's <laughs> uh, talking shit, but he's right. The Bond community is so wholesome compared yeah. to... There's so many toxic communities in the internet and the Bond community, no, they're, they're good folks. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Um, what do yeah, we play for that? that? What do we say? Oh, no. That's the wrong one, but that will do. <laughs> Um, so we are here. This is like a very impromptu, basically it's at the time of recording, it's Christmas day for me and Ben. We've got the well, wine blowing. 22 minutes ago it uh, ended for me. Happy boxing day. Yeah. Definitely. It ended just now for Ben and, and for me in two hours, but, um, we thought we'd get on. Uh, we do get basically, on. I get on with you. Uh, we we get on sometimes. Colin's not here. We normally get on better when Colin's not here. So um, basically, he's the wedge between us because he causes all wedge the drama. Antilles. Um, wedge Antilles, yeah. Uh, but we thought we'd get on because why not? It's Christmas. We've never done a Christmas special, and for for anyone like interested, which no one is, because no one even nominated nominated us. But for me. I, I've been an expert for five years. I'm my waiting Christmas day to becoming was an expert. <laughs> my Christmas day was yesterday. Uh, I did Christmas on Christmas Eve. And if anyone listening Eve. has been an expert in another country, you would probably get realize that when you are an expert, your life kind of gets all over the shop and you don't really live by a normal schedule. So for me, Christmas day was yesterday on Christmas Eve. So today I'm just chilling and I'm like, hey, Ben, we need to 
do some fun festive shit. And uh, Ben, uh, tell us about your Christmas because <laughs> I'm talking from, even though I'm the young gun here, not Tom Cruise young gun, but... Um, oh, Tom Cruise, what a man. Uh, happy Christmas to Tom Cruise. Happy Christmas, Tom Cruise, Scientolog- you big gay hunk of spunk. Like, there you go. Merry Scientologists uh, celebrate Christmas? I'm not sure. Who knows? Those gay um, men do. That that raging homo Tom Cruise, he loves his Christmas. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm an expert at the sort of solo Christmas, but Ben, tell us your very first Ben Waterworth Christmas. Uh, how, how My very Christmas first Ben Waterworth Christmas. I've never celebrated Christmas until I was 35. Uh, ben, ben Solo Christmas. Ben Soldier, uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> hey, I'm going to kill you, Harrison Ford. Um, Why do we keep bringing up the terrible Star Wars sequel? Uh, yeah, God, can we not at least talk about Attack of the Clones or something? Um, would you you'd watch Attack of the Clones over any of the the sequels? That's my favorite prequel. Is it? No. Oh, yeah. yeah, underrated, underrated Attack of the underrated. Clones. Underrated, very underrated. Um. My first solo Christmas, yes, uh, I'm in Sydney, moved here a couple of months ago and I decided not to fly home for Christmas, thought I'd do it by myself, but it, it was fine. It's it's hard, if I'm being honest. It's it's hard to have a, your first Christmas at 35 by yourself, but it's um, I made the most of it. I, I did my traditional Christmas Eve stuff, cooked some food, made myself some Christmas get up, which turned out quite okay and... Sort of, I actually had a nap today. Now, I don't nap. I hate naps. Naps are overrated. You are getting old. I like. I fell asleep. Like, I just laid down on my, I, I finished off Jurassic World Lego. I was like, yeah, okay, finished my game off. Got a new game for Christmas. I got to finish off my old one. Lay down on my bed for about five minutes. Somehow passed out. An hour and a half later, I wake up. Thought it was like January 27th, 2057. Like, that's why I hate naps. I get so confused. And then... I was like, cool, what am I going to do for the rest of the night? And then you'd messaged, I thought you were joking, saying, let's record. And I'm like, oh, here's classic Noah joking on Christmas. Oh, there's his good old Noah. <laughs> it's a classic Noah Christmas joke. Every year it comes around. <laughs> but then I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. So you and I have a few martinis in tonight. And then we thought, like, yeah, we, we should say the drinks have been flowing. It's been slurring a little bit. The um, drunken two thirds of 007, that sober bastard. Where's Colin to keep us straight? Uh, ben has been on the Vespa Martini. You had one all. Did right. Yeah, I had one of them. I had a lemon uh, drop, and now I'm on my vodka, vodka orange. Orange. Yep. And a lemon drop. And uh, I've, in honor of Australia, there's, I've, I'm on the yellow table. Oh, you're on yellow <laughs> White wine. Very the white of, of you. Australia, Very white. Seven. Very white wine. <laughs> Very white drink. Um, Basic white man. Noah Groves drinking there, the white. <laughs> there was a uh, a drink there that was called like what was it called like trapped or something, and it had a little duck on it, and I'm like, oh, this is like Sean Connery and Goldfinger. <laughs> Fifty-seven dollars. No way. No way. I'm sticking with the yellow tail. Sorry. Yellow tail. Did I say white um, tail? Yellow tail. I remember even like in America, like Americans would buy that. Ben, I'm buying Australian wine. I'm like, well, you might as well buy fucking Fosters if you think that's shit. bullshit. Like, it's no one drinks. I only bought it because it was cheap and it had a kangaroo on. Uh, but I, I do want to give it. We're speaking of wine. I, I want to give a great uh, Christmas fu shout out to Sally. Um, oh, Sally. Now, now, Sally is my friend on YouTube because normally I'm I'm not a big wine drinker. Obviously, long-time listeners of this show would know that I like a little little sip every <laughs> no, now and then. Never, didn't, didn't know that, right? Noah's drinking. Uh, <laughs> no, 
it's a first for me. Uh, but I'm, I'm more of a beer guy, let's be honest. But. I just want to, can I just gonna say, I need to interrupt you for one second. Really need to interrupt you. I just realised that on uh, my recording session, I haven't been recording the sound effects this whole time, so people have been like dying another day not even playing it. Can I turn that on now? Let's try that again. Hang on. There we go. Now it's working. So I need to catch up. Hang on. Oh, that's not the right button. Shit, what's going on? Hang on. Where, where that sounds on? festive. Here we go. <laughs> And again. <laughs> and maybe I've, in post-production, I've gone back and re-edited the means we actually had it four times out. <laughs> the whole time, people go like, what are they? There's no sound effects. What are they talking about? Oh, I was going to say, that's a great Christmas gift to the listeners. They don't have to listen to this shit. They're like, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, we haven't been recording this whole um, time. Start again. <laughs> but I, I want to give a shout out to Sally. Like, like F you, Sally. Um, oh, So I'm not a big wine drinker i like my wine every now and then but i'm not but it's christmas right we drink wine we don't drink beer on christmas in australia you do but um inside my bottle of wine and i go to open the wine today and i'm thinking i'm sure i have a wine opener i've opened a bottle of wine in my house before i know i have a bottle of a wine opener could not find the wine opener everywhere so i i look at this youtube how do you open a bottle of wine without a wine opener like I need to do this. Like I'm not going to buy a wine opener on Christmas Day. Come on, <laughs> Sally tells me to get a tea towel. Okay, I've got a tea towel. Get a wooden spoon. I've got a wooden spoon, and to shove the wooden spoon into the bottle of wine, into the cork, and to push, push, push. Sally tells me to push hard, push hard. <laughs> I do as what I do as Sally tells me. Push hard, push hard, push hard. I push the bottle of wine. Everywhere on my wall. Like vomit? Red wine on my wallpaper, on my local art prints that I bought from local artists. Prince. Red wine on 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 my uh, photographs of my friends. Red wine. I'm moving out of this house in two months. <laughs> my wall currently is filled with red wine everywhere and on this wall. Because as soon as I banged this wine with a spoon it it splashed everywhere on my clothes on my wall so two months out from moving out of my house i've got a a red wine stained wall so thank you sally merry christmas who is sally Sally? like who is this just a youtuber who is she is she a Bond is fan? Is she nominated for like Bond Community Podcast of the Year? I actually, I've got I a, hope not. the biggest takeaway I've got from that is that you got photos of friends on your wall. Am I on your wall, Noah? Is there a photo of me on your wall? Uh, yeah. Clearly, I'm not your friend. <laughs> but, but the wine, it was so prominent on that bit that it's completely covered it. So I you can't black. see yourself. I, I look, yeah, it's just, well, red. I look Korean. Oh. <laughs> uh, my new life goal uh, is to be important enough in Noah's life that I end up on his wall. So, I'm just looking. I do have a lot of photos, but you are not on my wall. No, uh, oh. but we can change that. We, we haven't had a photo. To, oh no, we have had a photo together since we've both been thin. I was thin when I last saw you in Hobart in 2019. I had the beard back. Oh, then, you say I? that, Ben. I, I have developed quite the December belly at the moment, uh, but I'm I'm just embracing the Decemberness of the belly. How about you? Ah, uh, yeah, look, you know, the scales say I haven't put on any weight, but I disagree with that. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm just lighter because I haven't had a beard in a while. Do you think I should grow the beard back, Noah, or are you, are you anti-beard? 
I mantied the beard. I think you look better clean shavers, if I'm being honest. You should grow a beard. I'd like to see Noah with a beard. I can't. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hairless Noah. <laughs> I would love to, mate. Yeah, mate. Happy Christmas um, to Colin, though, if he listens to this. This is, I think, only the third ever episode Colin's never been on, so good for him. I'm saying it's 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 Christmas for him, but we can send in the link and we'll tell him no pressure, but if you've got five minutes, just to say hello. That's all I'm saying. You can you send him a um, message. Go on. Send him one. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, but 2020, uh, you've had a... 2020? You've had it. 20, okay, okay. <laughs> I, okay, I told Ben how, how fast 2020 went. I mean, I'm we're stu- into 2022, right? in the past. <laughs> we're nearly 2023. This pandemic has seriously screwed with my brain, um, but it has, but that's a whole other thing. But uh, but 2022, you've had a pretty full year. You've been all over the place. Uh, so your, your 2022 is at an end. Uh, you read a lot of Bond books. I did. I learned to read this year. multiple jobs. You've been to well, multiple world cities. You've you've lived the James Bond life in 2022, I think. Well, you've been doing it for the last however many years, so I've got to catch up to you. Um, yeah, it's been... James an- Bond does not drink Yellowtail Shiraz. <laughs> he drinks Heineken's. Come on. Heineken. He drinks Heineken. <laughs> um, I mean, is that on the same level? Do you think? Do you think the Dutch look at Heineken's and go, oh, flee flee the Heineken's, screw this. I don't know how Dutch speak. That's how yeah, I think. They do. I guarantee it. So you, you lived in, didn't you live in the Netherlands? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guarantee it. They don't like Heineken. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's been interesting. I mean, I think at the start of this year, you and I literally rang in the new year together on FaceTime um, and I was still Which in did. glorious Hobart. Um, but no, I, I sort of half achieved a dream of always living in New York and didn't sadly stick the landing there. But, you know, uh, now I'm somehow in Sydney. Um, It's been an adventure, an adventure, as I like to say. But um, I think we've had fun. I saw Deborah messing on Broadway, Noah. I mean, I can't complain. I did. And Daniel Craig. (laughs) Well, I'm the only one in this podcast who has been in the same room as a James Bond. So... Uh, and I saw his very well-shaped ass up and close and personal, and he waved at me. I took a video of him outside of uh, the theatre in New York. So um, I highly recommend New York City, Noah. Uh, I will be getting back there as soon as I can, and you are welcome to sleep. Okay, funky. You sleep on I stayed in Harlem too. I caught a disease in Harlem because I got mould in that apartment, and I got told by a guy in a very African-American restaurant Wearing a fedora that I looked cool. So to this day, you can mock my fedora for the rest of my life, but I got told by a black dude in Harlem that I looked cool. That is peak coolness right there. And that's a Ben fact. That's a honky fact. Um, I don't know if I should play that sound effect. (laughs) Oh, no, please don't. No. I feel like the thing is we've never done a Christmas episode or a New Year's. This is probably more of a New Year's festive episode. But this should be our Patreon like Jay- episode. Why don't we release this as no. our Patreon? No, too late now. No, <laughs> release it to the masses, all two of them. Yeah, Daniel McDivitt doesn't get to, to this. deserve to pay for this one. <laughs> Colin's not a Patreon. He wants to listen to this. Yes. Uh, but but 
I feel like James Bond is quite a festive sort of. I feel like in this festive season, you watch James Bond, you watch a Moonraker, you watch a Spy Love Me. It feels like a quite a festive sort of thing. And I am always on the campaign that Honor Majesty's Secret Service is more of a Christmas film than Die Hard. Uh, but I'm wondering, how do you think? How do you think James Bond celebrates his Christmas Day? Um, with Christmas Jones, he thinks it only comes once a year in Turkey. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Um, I think he does just it, he do the whole thing, or he just goes to a hotel. What does he do? I think he just goes back. Is to it his like a, an MI six Christmas party? He goes back to his apartment. As a couple of martini, I just don't think James Bond gives a shit about Christmas. He, you know, maybe he reflects and has a bit of a drink to himself. I just think he's sitting in his apartment having a drink, maybe trying to pick someone up. You know, has a bit of Christmas Day fuckery. But I don't think James. I just he's a he's a man. He sits around drinking martinis in his apartment, watching the King's Message now, You've not the Queen's Message. Uh, so yeah, I'm James Bond. Yeah, today. did the King? Did the King release a message yeah, today? Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen it, but I know it was on the news saying it was the first ever King's message was being released today. Yeah, The King's message. Doesn't sound as good, does it? You know, I just want to point out one mm. thing. Now, I know we've killed two James Bonds on this show. Might have killed the Queen because um, I re-listened to a couple of our uh, older episodes and in one of the episodes we were talking about Honor Majesty's Secret Service and I'm like, what is that called if – it's the king. Is it on his majesty's secret service? And then I, I thought I'm listening to this going like, oh, this must have been after the queen died. But then we mentioned like, it's going to be weird when the queen dies or something like that. So <laughs> just saying we killed I mean, the queen. She was overdue. She, she was. Were you sad when the queen died? Rest Noah? in peace. No. No. Okay. Awkward silence. No. Rip, rip Lizzie. But um, to all our British, British listeners, rest in peace. But, um, no. but back to your point, I think, yeah, I think Bond just doesn't do anything. Sits in his apartment, has a drink. There's probably an MI6. Like he probably goes along and has a drink, flirts with money, Penny, does a few things and goes back to his apartment. Do they board. have an MI6 work Christmas party, 16th of December, 17th of December? Oh, they have to have something. I think M would. Like Judy Dench. on the egg, no. Judy Dench and Ray finds him. Oh, Judy Dench, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, Eve Money. How does Eve Money Penny not have like Q Q? Come on, the guy's having a Christmas party. Ben Wishaw, you know, fucking yeah, they're they're doing it. We'll say. I mean, this is the James Bond festive special. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but I watched this today. I, I said yesterday was my Christmas, so today I was all free. Just me, Noah, and I. I, I watched the uh, the Knives Out. Oh yeah, the sequel. Episode. I've never seen the first. Did you one? watch that? Yeah, I've never seen both of them. Never seen any of them. I'm to say these films are not my favorite films of all time, but I really, really respect. And I hate to bring up Ryan Johnson and respect in the same sentence. Oh, careful! <laughs> <laughs> I really. Don't like I where really, this is going. Really respect <laughs> I really, really respect that there's this film franchise that has become a franchise that is not based on sequels, not based on prequels, not based on spin-offs, not based on reboots. That these films are standalone films featuring one character, Daniel Craig, and the rest is completely new cast. It's very early Bond reminiscent. The Daniel Craig character in this kind of reminds me of a Sean Connery. This 
detective shows up with a whole new cast. And in this day and age, we don't get this. So I have to say it, it wasn't my favorite film of all time, but I really respect that the, the, the guy that destroyed Star Wars has actually successfully developed the only fresh franchise in Hollywood these days. I I didn't realize that that was sort of what the said. Again, I've not seen, seen the first one. It's interesting you say that because like, he did the shittest Star Wars film, the shittest Breaking Bad episode, but he also did the best Breaking Bad episode. So there's kind of that balance of like, you know, maybe if he got a second Star Wars movie, maybe it would be like the best Star Wars movie of all time. No, I, please no. The thing, I was somewhere in Sydney the other day, I was on a bus and it drove, they had like big billboards for the new Knives Out and they have like the separate cast tiles of who's each and they've got the Daniel Craig poster. I love Daniel Craig, not my favourite Bond. But, like, I love the man. Great actor. Seems like a decent guy. Does he have one facial expression on every movie franchise? Like, I swear, like, his poster is, like, every James Bond poster he's ever done. Uh, and, like, like, I don't know, like, he just literally, it's like Zoolander, like, Blue Steel, Ferrari. Like, it's just, this is my Knives Out look. Uh, this is my this, Bond look. This is <laughs> funny because if you said the Knives Out character, you've not seen it, the Knives Out character on paper, you would... You think a 50-year-old kind of slightly camp gay French-American detective who's very old-fashioned, the one person you're not casting for that is Daniel Craig. Mm. And he kind of nails it better than probably he nails James Bond. And it's so weird because this is not written for Daniel Craig. He should not be it. Honestly, I think Pierce Brosnan probably is better suited for this. And yet Daniel Craig does nail it. But you're also right. He does still have that very dour, like, Daniel Craig. But uh, it's so funny. In the film, he wears this sort of shorts T-shirt beach outfit. I'm like, this is Sean Connery from Dr. No, that blue, powder blue underneath the mango tree outfit. Daniel Craig wears that in this film. Talk about Pierce Brosnan in a second because I don't. Uh, you wouldn't have seen Black Adam. I know you don't like your superhero movies, but saw him in that recently. But um, it's... Yeah, like we're obviously doing the the which you're always welcome to join us on the episodes, Noah. The sort of Bond actors in other roles, and we did Cowboys and Aliens, and kind of the same. But like, I mean, he's I saw a few of his Saturday Night Live skits that he did when he hosted Saturday Night Live. I think he did it twice now, didn't he? But um, he's got some fun. Like, and Daniel Craig's always said, like, I'm not good at comedy, but like he does okay. And I still stand by the fact that if you've not seen Logan Lucky, go and watch Logan Lucky. He's brilliant in that. He's funny like southern accent like you know jailbird guy like just really good and i think he's just got some like and that's like i wish like he did bring that into his last two bonds i feel but like it's just imagine if they had have just gone the whole route of not having super serious grounded bond and just kept it like brosnan bond i think craig could have pulled that off in a weird way like craig always says he's not good at comedy but this Benoit Blanc that he plays in Knives Out it's a campy fun detective character who doesn't take himself seriously and he's very funny in it and I I it's kind of funny because I see I see Daniel Craig playing Benoit Blanc until he's in his 70s he's 80s it's not a demanding role like James Bond where he needs to run around shooting bad guys I could see him playing this role in 10 films this is what his Bond should have been. His yeah. Bond could have been this iconic sort of campy, funny uh, detective sort of character. And I, I almost think 
he's always going to be known as Bond, but I always think his shining moment might be these Knives Out films if there's going to be like seven of them in the long run. There's, um, I think I talked about it when we talked about Macbeth, but like, again, I don't understand 90% of what's in Macbeth because they're talking Macbeth speak, but like there was like this one sequence where they kind of like broke the fourth wall and like I think it's when Craig's character Macbeth kills the king, right? So then like, they like they put the curtain down, then like the king comes out, the actor who's all like covered in blood with like a knife in him and all that sort of stuff, and he starts delivering like some sort of like chat, and then all of a sudden Daniel Craig's character comes out and he's literally got a beer and he just throws it to the king, and they kind of just sit on the stage and they're just fucking drinking beer and it's they're still speaking like Shakespeare talks, but they're like it's funny. Like, actual drink real beer. Yeah, like they literally got real cans of beer oh, and drink like, jobs and like drinking beer, and then like at the end what of beer. I don't know, it was some New York beer. But then, like, at the end, after, like, Macbeth and everyone dies, they all kind of, like, sit down all covered in blood and they start singing some song. <laughs> so, like, it's like – but, like, the thing is, like, I don't know if it's just because it's Macbeth speak and I'm not understanding it, but, like, you don't watch that thinking, like, this guy's James Bond. you just kind of, like, in awe of the fact that you're in a room with, like, him and Ruth Nager and that's, like, cool. Like, you know, they're right there. Like, they're, like, six metres away from me. There's fucking James Bond. I could run up on stage and lick his face right now. But um, I know, like I think, Daniel like Craig is, yeah. Go go ahead. He he's probably been the most successful of all the Bonds, and I think part of it Connery. comes to do with the fact that his no 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 hear me out the the fact that his films were so spread apart. Like Brosnan's were all two years apart, Connery's one year apart, Moore's two years apart. I think he's probably the most successful Bond in developing a side career during being a Bond. 100%. That to the point where his legacy will always be Bond, but it will also not always be Bond. Yeah, and I think, like, I'd 100% agree with that. And I think that, yeah, you're always typecast as Bond no matter what. But I think Connery was proof that I, I there would be a large portion of people who never seen a Connery Bond film and they know him more for what he did afterwards, Indiana Jones, like all these iconic roles that Connery yeah. did. He's always going to be the tentpole for that, but Craig's still young. I mean, he's not young enough to play Bond anymore, but, I mean, he's still got another 30 years ahead of him that he can keep acting. I'd argue Brosnan is also doing a similar path for himself with what he's done. Like, Brosnan kind of was in the wilderness for a little bit uh, there. Yeah. But, like, he was sort of for a while there just doing, like, November Man and, like, oh, I'm Bond still. But, like, then he did Mamma Mia. Then, like, he kind of has done a few other ones. Now he's doing, like, Black Adam. I think, and, like, if it's true that he's going to be in Star Wars, like, Brosnan is literally doing things now to kind of develop outside of that. And I think Brosnan's still a very established actor. Whereas you look at like Roger Moore didn't really after Bond. I know the guy was like 807 by the time he retired, but but Roger Moore didn't care. Roger Moore lived up to being Bond. Lazenby we know just Lazenby just lives off it. But then you look at Dalton who like sort of recluse side of things, but he still acts, but like, Dalton just kind of doesn't give a shit. Dalton goes and does Mr. Prickle Pants and is in that DC show and does this and does that. Um, he did do recently, I think we talked about it when the whole 60th year, he signed like a suit and was photographed, like a very rare Bond appearance that Dalton did within this last year. But like Dalton, I just think doesn't give a shit. Whereas I think Craig is also, Craig is like basically doing this career, I agree with you, but I think also Craig is definitely the person who's just like, don't talk to me about Bond, fuck you, I'm someone else. Whereas Dalton's just yeah. pops out of the world. Hello, I'm Timothy Dalton. I'm back for a vengeance and I'm going back into my character. Merry Christmas, old buddy. <laughs> my character, back into Mr. Pricklepants. I, I will say, like, 
Craig is my least favorite Bond, but seeing him in this Knives Out thing, there's something so special about the Bond franchise that I just feel so defensive about all of the the Bond actors that, like, yeah. seeing him in that yeah. film, it feels like, oh, that's my Daniel. But then, there but, he is. But my then, Daniel is in this detective movie. Oh, look at him go. But that's what I. But that's that's the thing, and this is where, like, I think. I'm firmly on board with the fact that if I name my favorite franchise, it's Bond more so than Star Wars. I mean, I don't host a Star Wars podcast, but like I love Star Wars, but like we've talked about this. Star Wars is tainted with what's happened. I'll still watch it. I'll like, if they said episode 10 comes out next week, I'm still going to go see Johnson. it. Yeah. Like, and like Mandalorian, all these, like I still love my Star Wars, but like, I think with Bond, like I'm a hundred percent with that. Like again, Moonraker is my least favorite film, but like, I'll still defend Moonraker and I'll still like, like, oh, like I, it's my least favorite, but I'm going to watch that and do that. And like, like, yeah, Craig's my, I mean, I Lazenby is my least favorite by default, but if I can be completely honest, I'm like, well, Craig is my least favorite just because of the error. But you're right. Like even quantum, which sucks. I still like all of a sudden, like what's the face? Oh, oh Karolinko, there she is. Even fucking Toadface McGee green. If he's into, oh, this is Dominic green. Yeah, Matthew Omery. Like, I'm with you 100%. And, like, I mean, I've got this painting thing behind me now, which, like, of all the pop culture art in my house now, I've got, like, Formula One, Olympics. I've got, like, a one Jurassic Park reference. And, like, but my prominent thing is a James Bond, like, picture of all six of them now, like, playing cards, which is just straight away. I'm like, that's awesome. I want that on my wall. Whereas would I have a Star Wars thing on my wall? Maybe. But, like, there's not something standoutish about Star Wars. Like, I'm not going to defend... Ridley, whatever her name is, um, you know, like she's, I like her. Daisy Ridley. Like Daisy Ridley, thank you. Like I like her and like, oh, cool, there's Daisy Ridley. She could be a Bond girl. She, I mean, she could be. She's, I mean, I think she's incredibly attractive Um, and I think like all the, like none of the actors in the sequels I am against, like I, I feel bad for them, if anything, just because I think they've had bad material. Like what was the Oscar Isaac MCU one he was in, Moon Knight or whatever. Like he was really good in that. Um, and like, what's his face? Um, oh, why have I gone blank on his name? Right. Like, um, Finn, who's Finn? John Boyega. Possibly a new James Bond. Like, I love the guy. He seems really interesting. Yeah. He was uh, mm-hmm. just rewatched all the 24 and his character. And that was kind of cool. Like, I, I don't get as defensive of those people. I get defensive of the prequels cast. <laughs> um, the originals don't need defending because they're just icons, but like, <laughs> It's, but you're right. Long-winded answer to your point. I'm with you 100%. Like, Daniel Craig, not my favourite Bond, but, like, 100%. I'm like, oh, a Bond. Like, there's there's my Craig. There he is. Good on you, Daniel. I went and saw him in my bed. I hate Shakespeare. And I saw probably, like, my least favourite Bond in one of my least favourite uh, genres. Daniel. Because I'm like, I want <laughs> to fucking see Daniel Craig. I would have seen fucking anything Moonra. I would have seen the Double Take Pigeon on Broadway. Moonraker on Broadway. Oh, hell Yeah. That would have been um, epic. <laughs> that would be epic. You would see Die Another Day on Broadway. Come on, you would. I would. Yeah. 100%. Um, I just found this whole Knives Out thing so interesting because, A, on two factors, A, it's Ryan Johnson, B, it's Daniel Craig playing a standalone character. And it's so funny because Daniel Craig is playing the standalone detective in each film. So each, basically, you've not seen it. each film he goes and meets like a bunch of rich people who are famous actors and he, and he solves the crime. By the way, Edward Norton, great actor. I love Edward Norton. Shout out. Merry Christmas to Edward Norton. Yeah, but I don't have any drink um, left, but Merry Christmas, Edward Norton. Underrated about Hulk. About time we shouted out Edward Norton. Um, 
But but this character that Daniel Craig plays, that's James Bond. Each film, this character shows up. He He's not the focus of the film, but he's the star of the film. And this is where the Daniel Craig films got it so wrong. D- James Bond became the focus of the film, but James Bond is not the focus of the film. James Bond is the star of the film. And Daniel Craig's detective in Knives Out is never the focus. He's just there. The, the focus is the, the murder mystery or whatever. And he just happens to be there. That's what Sean Connery and Roger Moore used to be like. That's a good point. Pierce Brosnan, they weren't the focus of the James Bond films. They were just happened to be the best spy. Just like Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out happens to be the best detective. He shows up. And it's so funny that Daniel Craig, of all people, is playing basically James Bond in these, the only standalone sort of franchise in Hollywood these days is Knives Out franchise. And on, on that point, Ryan Johnson, who killed Star Wars, happens to somehow be the only guy in Hollywood who's directing these only fresh original standalone films that exist in 2022, not 2020, 2022. <laughs> and, and the fun fact is, I think Knives Out 2 might be the only film that's the first film to be set during the pandemic that was filmed after the pandemic is set in 2020, which is kind of interesting. I thought they were like set in like the thirties or forties. I thought they were like set in the olden days. No, no, oh, but, but that's the thing. Daniel Craig plays a very sort of thirties character in a modern day setting. So I, I know like this is kind of a dumb conversation because you've not seen it, but I just find it fascinating that of all people, Daniel Craig is playing basically James Bond in the fact that he's a standalone character in this franchise and Ryan Johnson, who ruined another franchise is actually creating the most fresh franchise in Hollywood. Which on that whole topic, we should actually congratulate Daniel Craig because uh, I believe he was nominated for a golden globe for best actor for knives out as well. So he's in line to potentially become the first bond actor. What since Connery to get nominated for a Oscar. Um, Yeah. He got nominated for, well, is in the musical and comedy category, which obviously doesn't always translate into the Oscars, but he's up against uh, Diego Calva in Babylon. Don't know that one. Adam Driver, who, Adam, uh, come on. There's a man who deserves an Oscar. That man deserves an Oscar. Um, Colin Farrell, he's still a thing. There it is. Oh, and and look at this. Daniel Craig up against M himself, Ray Fiennes for the menu. So, um, but I'm sorry, Daniel Craig, if you do get nominated, I actually won't be rooting for you because my man Brendan Fraser is a lock for an Oscar this year. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer for his movie, The Whale. I cried in the trailer. I don't know what it's going to be like watching the entire movie. But uh, in the drama, so you've got Brendan Fraser's up against Hugh Jackman. Oh, come on. He should win an Oscar. Bill Nye for Living, Jeremy Pope for The Inspection, and Austin Butler, who is incredible in Elvis. I don't know why he's in the drama. Shouldn't he be in musical or comedy? I guess it wasn't really a musical, was it? Have you seen Elvis? It's a good movie. But Tom Cruise robbed. Top Gun Maverick is nominated for Best Drama. How Tom Cruise didn't got nominated? Robbed. Tom Cruise. But Daniel Craig, congratulations. I was say. Anna Darmus also no, got nominated. No. Anna Darmus also nominated for Best Actress. Let's hope she wins. Yeah. I will say uh, Knives Out. Uh, and Michelle Yeoh. Sorry. Lots of, Craig, Daniel- <laughs> Lots of Bond connections. Lots of Bond connections. Knives Out, a reunion for Daniel Craig and Dave Bautista. Yeah. Okay. I saw. Actually, I saw him on the on the poster. But actually, we should actually. It's a, uh, it's, it's a good. Sorry to just interrupt. We've got four Bond actors in the four main categories up for Oscars. So we have Ray Fiennes, Daniel Craig, 
Anadamas and Michelle Yeoh. And Michelle Yeoh's I've not seen everything all everything everywhere all at once. Apparently it's brilliant, but she's in with a bit of a chance I've with that one. That. And Anadamas for that Marilyn Monroe movie, which apparently is terrible. But um, yeah, so a lot of Bond actors up for it here. I still maintain, had they released No Time to Die in 2020, probably we're looking at a few Bond Oscar winners. Yeah. I still think, like, if you you go back a few, like, how Javier Bardem was not nominated for Skyfall. Like, we're going to have one. Yeah. I, I reckon we were within a, a decade or two of either, a, either I don't know, a Henry Cavill or just Elba or, like, our next Bond villain. Somebody's going to get nominated. Honestly, like, I know I'm biased and I, I just said he was my least favourite Bond. I honestly think at least a nomination for Daniel Craig in No Time to Die, Best Actor, he he delivered in that film. Come yeah. on. I agree. I think, I mean, even Skyfall, he was pretty good. Like, what was what do you think his best performance was? No Time to Die. No Time to Die, 100%. Yeah. I know that's kind of controversial, but I think he owns that film so much. I think like it's uh, one of the episodes I would, I listened to the final battles episode. It was a great episode. Download it now. But you made the solid point about the ending of you only live twice being one of the best, you know, battles in any movies, but it's always sort of looked down upon because it's just, Oh, it's just a bond movie. And I think a lot of people talked up skyfall back in the day of potentially being best Oscar, best picture, like nominee and that sort of stuff. And I think it is, it's, kind of sadly is always tainted with that Bond brush. But, like, you look at some... Why doesn't Bond get... It's, it's, I mean, why can't Bond be high class? Comic comic book movies... Is it Roger of, Moore's fault? I love Roger Moore, but is it Roger Moore's but, fault? But, like, but, but comic book movies have kind of broken that mould with something like Black Panther getting nominated. And I'm sorry, if all the comic book movies get nominated, Black Panther over-fucking-rated. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, better movie, but that won't be nominated for Best Picture. Um, I mean... We did The Matrix about a year and a half ago on the Oz Network. The Matrix should have been nominated for Best Picture. With some of the movies that get nominated for Best Picture these days, The Matrix is a cinematic masterpiece, and how that didn't get nominated for Best Picture? Like, you laugh. The original? The original. Those are the sequels. I mean, I... I oh, yeah. I'm I, on board with that. I defend yeah. the sequels. The sequels aren't as bad as people say. That was the fourth one shit. But like, The original is one of the best films ever made. Exactly. And, like, you look at some of these movies that get nominated for Best Picture now... Groundbreaking. And you're like, how did The Matrix not get nominated for Best Picture? But it's that sort of highbrowness of, like, oh, The Matrix, it's a sci-fi movie. Jurassic, I'm biased with Jurassic Park, but, I mean, Jurassic Park, compared to some of the movies out there that have been nominated for Best Picture, should have been yeah. nominated for groundbreaking nature of it. Avatar. I just rewatched the first Avatar. Nominated for Best Picture. Sorry, overrated. Doesn't hold up. The sequel, it's better than the first one. Still, not that great, but it will get nominated. Why? I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Uh, you bought out the next the three sequel. weeks of your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're biased because you're born in the late 80s, I'm born in the mid 90s, but The Matrix surely is one of the most game changing movies of all time. Blade Runner so got that's... nominated. I think the sequel to Blade Runner got nominated for best, well, but didn't the. I've never seen Blade Runner, so I don't, I don't know never if it's seen worth the it. Yeah, I've never seen the first one. The original, one. yeah. Now, now, this is like our, our festive, impromptu special. Um, I've actually prepared some fun games for Ben Waterworth for this festive special. <laughs> naked, because it, naked, for fun. naked. Uh, yeah, it's strip poker. Uh, and I've started, and you can't see the bottom half right now on the video, but I've already dethroned myself. Um, but I will say, before we get in, we, we've, the wine has been flowing, snacks are flowing. Uh, ben, what, what snacks have you been on tonight? Because I've been oh, on the salami, yeah, I've been on the smoked salmon. 
I've been on the olives, which I know you don't like. Christmas is always a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because, like, I don't know about you growing up, but I always had Christmas lunch. I never had Christmas dinner. And then you're kind of like, you're full for the day. We've been a lunch family too. I'm I'm back here there. But then we have, like, you know, your late night snacks, right? So, like, I had my lunch, had my little Nana shitty nap, which I regret. And then I got on the, um, I got on the cheddar shapes with some garlic dip. And then I got on the uh, country cheese arnets with a bit of a sweet chili filly. Um, I'm a bit peckish right now, but it's 1am. I don't think I should eat right now. I've had three drinks. I don't know. Do I need a fourth? Do I need to go make another one? Or um, Is that a yes? <laughs> do a, it's the festive spirit. I'm drinking homebrew for God's sake. What am I meant to get food and a drink? I'm going to be on the episode. Or? I'm doing it. I like I don't know. You tell me. How am I meant to edit this? Are you going to sit here for like 30 seconds while I go get another drink in that? Or? Shall, shall I keep it going? Uh, keep talking. I want you to hold an episode for like two. I don't know what you're going to say, but like two. Do it. I'm going to. Okay, you go. I'll try and be fast. Don't give me too much pressure. Never never have to tell me to be fast. All right. Okay. Keep going. Like, it's Christmas. We're not editing. We're not yeah, editing anything. Um, you can still hear me. So it's the festive spirit. Um I'm drinking my homebrew Korean alcohol that I brewed myself. This is a festive themed homebrew um, made with figs, dates, and uh, cloves and cinnamon. Mpoli, uh, for anyone keeping reference, if you want to try a Korean drink, Mpoli, it's amazing. I brew it myself. Uh, Ben's in the background making his, he's, he's no longer on the Vespa martinis. He did have one Vespa martini, but he's on the vodka oranges. Um, last night I had my Christmas party. I made a Christmas cake, Noah's famous Christmas cake, two years in a row. This has been my go-to Christmas cake, 50 days in the making of this Christmas cake. And it was a winner. It was a winner. Um, and then today my Christmas involved drinking wine and watching Daniel Craig in Glass Onion. So uh, here is Benny's displaying the snacks. And today I made myself a little charcuterie board. It it consists of salami. It consists of smoked salmon. It consists of olives. It consists of uh, fig jam. It consists of crackers. And it consists of brie because I'm a fancy bitch and I like fancy shit. So, um, I've been told by my coworkers I have the taste of an 80 year old grandpa and <laughs> my, I like to think it's a uh, sort of colloquial sort of endearing nickname, but my nickname at work is grandpa uh, <laughs> because apparently I'm grumpy at work and apparently I like old shit. So wow. they call me grandpa at my work. So I don't know if that's on this podcast. I'm, I'm young gun, but apparently at work I'm grandpa and eating olives. Do you remember that? Um, the ad for Caramello Koalas, they call me Caramello Koalas. Like you're like, they call yeah, they me, call gran- me Caramel. They call me Grandpa Groves. Old man. <laughs> All right. They got- do call me Grandpa. And I'm like, come on, I'm still in my but, 20s, for God's sake. But isn't that worse, too? Because, like, career, right? Like, you're a year older than you actually are, right? Like, based on the, the way they do. Yeah. Like, you're one when you're born. Isn't that how it works in Korea? That's that's good that you know that. You're yeah. very wealthy, Ben Wanderer. Thank you. I'm very uh, on the ball. Yeah, there is such thing as a Korean age, but they just got rid of it as of 
two weeks ago. So they're going to get with the rest of the world. Um, just apologies if I'm going to be crunching into the microphone since I've been told to get snacks. I don't usually do this. I'm the professional one here. I'm an award-winning podcast host, Noah. Come on. I don't. I mean, I, I'm snacking too, but I'm trying not to snack in front of the microphone on the account of I don't have one. Yeah, but you're just like on your fucking um, phone speaker. I've got my expensive like fucking $300 microphone in front of me. I to pick up everything. It probably picks up my pubes right now. I don't know. You did give me a microphone, but I didn't. Yeah, um... That wasn't cheap either. Bastard. I have another one, so when you come and stay here, you're welcome to have it if you ever want to fucking use it. I've not got rid of it. I don't not appreciate it, but I moved halfway across the world. Come on. Well, I expect by this time next year, you're using it. If it works. Yeah, I will. So so what what are we snacking basically before we get into our game? So I'm snacking I told the, the people what they were. I'm snacking. What are you snacking? And um, what are you drinking? Hello. It's the festive spirits, the new year Christmas special. Fuck it. What are we having? We weren't nominated. No we weren't nominated for fucking Bond Community <laughs> Podcast of the Year, so, so we're, we're fucking drinking snack. and fucking eating. This is our fucking celebratory <laughs> fucking thing. I'll cheers to that. So our brand sponsor today is Arnott's Crunchy Cheese. Country Cheese. Uh, cunt. With real cheddar. Country Cheese? <laughs> Yum. <laughs> I'll be on board with that. Uh, with Philadelphia Sweet Chili Dip. And a bit of vodka and some orange juice because I can't be bothered making a Vespa. So. No, but let it be known on the record, Ben was drinking a Vespa early tonight. Next episode I'll, that we're and all you on. Want to tell them all about your new, you just moved into your house. Do you want to tell mm. them about your new sort of James Bond liquor cabinet? I made myself a, I've got a cocktail shelf now. So I bought vodka, gin, tequila, vermouth. Um, so I can make myself vodka martini, shaken not stirred. I'm exposing myself as the oh, please do. <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> Get it out, boy. Whip it out. Mm. Because because I love my I love my booze. That's no secret. I'm I'm exposing myself. Never had a, a Vespa Martini. Well, and I'm saving myself for a special first time. So can, can you walk me through what what what's in a Vespa Martini? Walk me through a Vespa Martini. Three parts gin, one part vodka. One part vermouth shaken, stirred, and you put a bit of a lemon. Um, you meant to put a bit of lemon peel in it, or the one I use, it doesn't call for an olive, but um, yeah, it's um, and it's, you just say shaken and stirred, shaken, not stirred. Um, the thing with it that's like interesting, so I don't know how much experience you have with like cocktail shakers, but like generally, when you put the ice in it it's sort of like chills it enough that like the lid obviously kind of like stays firm because like the cocktail shaker kind of, it's not like it screws in. It just kind of like sits on top of the thing. So because this doesn't have ice in it, it kind of like it's, you've got to really hold it firm. Otherwise it leaks everywhere. Um, but it's like, this is what I've always said. Like I, I had my first vodka martini many years ago in Vancouver. Then this year on my birthday Eve, I got ridiculously drunk having like multiple of them with some random girl who told me that AHA was performing in concert in New York. Um, but they're fucking strong as shit because it's just pure alcohol, right? <laughs> there's vermouth, there's gin, there's vodka. There's no chaser in that drink. So Bond, tough motherfucker. This is where I'm kind of on board with Felix because I'm not seeing where fruit fits into this vodka martini. Olive is a fruit, isn't it? Is olive a fruit? Is it's olive a fruit? It's got a pip in it. Isn't something with a pip in it a fruit? No. Is olive a fruit? It's not a vegetable. 
Olive's definitely not a vegetable, right? Google, is olive a fruit? <laughs> this is the loosest fucking episode we've ever done. Olives are small fruits that grow oh. on olive trees. There olives are small fruits. There you I, go. I should never have doubted you. Look at me. I can be um, smart sometimes. I, so what you're saying is I'm eating small fruits tonight. You are. I'm eating sweet chili filly. Chili's a vegetable, right? <laughs> it's cheese. <laughs> this feels like a fucking episode of Play School right now. <laughs> this is nearly an hour, and I thought we were having a quiz. We're getting into debates about our bonds and fucking what do you do it on Christmas? I, I know you've mentioned it already, but uh, we have put the invite out to Colin, but it's literally Christmas morning for him. We're not expecting he will show up because he has a family. But if he does... Must be nice. That's great, but we're not expecting it. Yeah. Do you have on the soundboard Colin laughing, or is that not on the soundboard? I don't have. Uh, what do I have for Colin? I've got this one. Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. That's what I've got. Um, yeah, you can make it, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's so on the ball. I don't know what else I've got here. I've got what's this one? I'm very wet right now. I've got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? <laughs> I don't know. It's the festive special. What did you think about that one, Noah? No. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, and also, what did you think about that, Noah? I want you to take a step back. Okay. And uh, what do you win for that? You also get a can of slam. All right. And what do you think of that, Colin? I'm so in love with Die Another Day. Okay. And what do you think of that, Roger? I like cats. I don't like people who don't. Okay, I've got a lot here going on. Uh, I've got here Colin Tantrum. What does that mean? I'm telling you right now. I want to. Oh, that's when he threw a chair. That was for another episode of a different show. Never mind. We don't need to play that. It goes on forever. Uh I mean, it's the festive special. We can do anything. But basically, I have. Anything? Because it's Chris. Anything? (laughs) (laughs) Delayed reaction there. Um, But basically, like. This is just a fun episode. We can have fun. But I have prepared some fun Christmassy. At Christmas time, you play some games, right? Well, I prepared four and family, different would. games. <laughs> I played Jurassic World My Lego family. today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Did you beat Jurassic World Lego? I finished the game. I beat the Indominus Rex and I won. So go me. So basically, I have prepared very impromptu rushed, prepared, four different games today. And we can see if we get through them all or if we just get through two of them, whatever. But basically, I'm going to give you the option because I, I'm a teacher, so I always like the illusion of choice. Let the person think they are choosing when they're really not choosing. Uh, but I'm going to give you four options for this game, uh, and we'll try and get through them all, but we'll see. Because there's some quizzes, there's some fun little would-you-rathers and whatever. Uh, but I'm giving you the option of Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, and Timothy Dalton. Timothy and we'll Dalton. see if we get through them all. Okay, you, <laughs> Timothy Dalton, really? Um, what were the other options? It was a Connery, Moore. Lazenby, Moore, and Timothy Dalton. Well, Dalton's my number two, Bon. I, I did update my list to replace Connery, so my number one's not on there, so I'm going to go my number two. So bring on Dalton in character. Because that's the most funny of the four options. I love <laughs> what a man. I'd lick Dalton. I'd lick him all over. Yeah, we tried to get him on this festive episode, but he did project it. Was, um, I, I was hoping you'd pick Dalton last because it's not 007 without some smut, but it is a smutty, smutty game. 
Love my smarts. Um, Love Sheena. Double R7 always has some smart, but I was hoping it would come a little later. But anyway, we're, we're going to start with the smart. Why not? Um, bring on Sheena. Bring on Sheena. Bring on the smart. Such a so smart. this is Kill Bang Mary, Kill F Mary, Kill Fuck Mary, whatever. Um, this is the first game. So would, who would you kill? Who would you marry? And who would you have sexy fun time with? And we're going to start with the options of Sean Connery. George Lazenby and Roger Moore. So ding, marry, kill. Yeah. And it's a hard one. Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore. (sighs) Look, I actually don't think it's as hard as you think it is. I would marry Roger Moore because who wouldn't want to be married to him? That would be just a... What a marriage. Like, he just... Like, you would be happy every day. You'd love life. You would marry Roger Moore. (laughs) I would marry him. I'd fuck Sean Connery because that guy would be an animal in the sack. And sorry, George, but like, I mean, you know, like, I mean, let's be honest, I can't kill either Connery or more because I already have. So, um, I think I'm but you, you see, you say that you, obviously, you're married, Roger. No, no, no question there. No question in my mind at you all. You say that you kill Connery, uh, you marry, you bang Connery and you kill Lazenby. I feel like Lazenby is an underrated, very central oh. gentleman in the bed. 100%. I would and, agree with and you. I, I'm exposing myself here. I don't like anything rough. Sean Connery feels very rough to me. I think I'd go Lazenby and what kill What are you talking Sean about, Noah? I'd like a central screw. Um, no, I'm... Maybe I'm exposing I think myself. I'm going Lazenby. I agree with you on more, but I'm, I'm disagreeing on Lazenby, Look, I think. I think that... I could have a good old time with either Connery or Lazenby in the sack. I think both bring their own elements. But I think the kicker for me is that I think Connery is a bit dirty, so I'll go there. And also, Connery's foreign. Lazenby's an Australian. Sorry, but, like, I'm not into Australians anymore. I'm long out of being into Australians. So <laughs> go for the. I don't know. I've never been. Have I been with a Scottish person? No, I haven't. So... <laughs> Always time for a first. Yeah. So and, and Lazenby's getting cancelled, so Well, I think he got cancelled like yeah, the last few months. Poor Lazenby. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go we to a James Bond thing and oh I'm disappointed that he was talking about sexual exploits that disparage women. I'm yeah, sorry. Nineteen sixties James Bond actor. Yeah. <laughs> this big shocking positive but seriously, what a marriage to Roger Moore. He would like Christmas Day. Oh. I brought you yeah. some chicken and turkey in bed, Ben. Oh, Roger. Ben, wakey, wakey, it's time for Christmas. Amazing. Ben, will you pull my cracker? He would He would make a thoroughly delicious Christmas pudding. Yeah, I've made you a Christmas pudding, Ben. Oh, Roger. Rest in yeah. peace, Roger. No, no one's not marrying Roger Ball. That's just a, a given. And that um, Ben Fap. Um. <laughs> It's the festive special, whatever. This is the worst episode we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Colin. Um, Yeah, Colin Grumpy Bastard, (laughs) cheer up. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Scrooge. Kill Bang bang Mary. Yeah. (laughs) Colin the Scrooge that didn't even bother to show up for this impromptu planned episode. Um, He's just sitting around while Jamie cooks everything. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. It's not like he has a family who's opening gifts on Christmas morning right now. Um, Casper's escaped somewhere, so, you know. 
Uh, Kilburn married Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. That's oh. harder than the. That's harder than the first one. That is <laughs> many levels. Oh, they're all sexy. They're all sexy. Look, the one that stands out straight away is I'm sorry, I'm killing Daniel Craig. Like I, I just. Again, yeah. we just talked about it, but like my number one and number two Bond, I need to have some sort of relations with them. Knives out, Daniel Craig. Look, I think the obvious one is to marry Pierce, but like it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. I, I, I Look, as much as I like a dirty and hard, I do like a good sensual screw. And I think Pierce would be a sensual lover. I think oh, Pierce would like, Pierce would know like your chakra spots on your body like he'd be talking to you, like he just he'd care for you and bang you like last Christmas. So I'm gonna like screw Pierce lots of times, and I think Timothy would be a good marriage. Like he'd put out a bit, he'd been character, he'd talk to you a lot, and like he'd be he'd educate, like you'd be you'd have a proper like you'd have a proper life with Roger, but you'd have a proper life with Timothy. You'd be going to the opera, you'd be like you know you're marrying Timothy, marrying Timothy, fucking Pierce, and killing Daniel. So you're off to the opera with Timothy Dalton. I just that was a solid marriage. The guy, like, you know. Come on, Ben. Let's go to the opera. Let's go get Mr. Prickle Pat. I'm like, fuck, he voices a Toy Story character. Our kids would be the happiest on earth. I've got to disagree with you. Uh, I've got to say. You're we're killing gonna kill Timothy. Oh, no. Okay. I thought you were killing no, Pierce. No, I'm not killing Pierce. I, I'm marrying Pierce. He seems. Have you seen the Instagram oh. posts he posts about his wife? No, that's a solid. He's amazing. Post about me like that. And as I've said plenty of times on this show, fuck you, media, for like calling his wife fat all the time. Like every time he posts a picture of his wife, and he's doting over his wife. He's like the Jamie Hilding, loves his wife so much. And everyone's like, "Oh, Pierce Brosnan's wife's fat." Like, shut up! Like, good on him for sticking she with looks her. Great. She looks. She great. does. She's amazing. Good. No, that's a solid point. No, I'll pay you that. So what I'm saying is, I'm marrying Pierce because I want him to make Instagram posts defending me and saying, "Oh, Noah looks great. Don't worry about his December Christmas belly that he's put on. He looks great." My husband Noah. So I'm marrying Pierce. I'm sorry. I, I am banging Daniel. He'd be a good screw. Uh, he would be. I don't think Timothy's a good bang. So I'm killing Timothy. I'm sorry. So you should be because uh-huh. he's a he's a national treasure. But no, I'm like uh, it's that is harder than the other one just because Dalton uh, Craig would be a good fuck. Like Rachel Weiss is a very satisfied woman. Yeah, uh, but I, I see your dilemma. No one talks oh, yeah. that couple up enough. Like that is a hot couple. I feel like it's not talked enough that he's married to another famous person. Academy Award winner Rachel Weiss. Is he an Academy Award winner? Could be. In the next couple of months. <laughs> Do you think Mine's he's deserving? Do you think he's deserving of an Oscar nomination for that movie? Yeah, give it to him. Up the Why butt. Not? <laughs> Why not? Give it to him up the butt. <laughs> All right, Ben, this is going to be a real tough one. I promise you this is a tough one. Uh, I'm giving you uh, Naomi Harris. Ooh, thank you. I'm Merry giving Christmas. you Samantha Bond. And I'm giving you, uh, what's her name? Lois Maxwell. And now, okay, what Lois Maxwell? Like, diamonds are forever. Dr. No, Lois Maxwell. Oh, okay. Um, kill. No, no, ki- no, Connery era Lois Maxwell. Kill Naomi Harris. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, if they're my options, 
she's third out of those. I'm sorry. I know you're killing Samantha Bond. It's an obvious one. Um, yeah. I'd bang Lois Maxwell and marry Samantha Bond. You're banging Lois Maxwell? Oh, she's a dirty minx. Come on. She's got some pent up. Like, she's hanging around Connery the whole time. They're not doing any action. At least, like, Naomi Harris got, like, to, like, shave Daniel Craig. At least Samantha Bond shoved a fucking cigar up a Johnny. Like, I just said Johnny. <laughs> That's not in the festive spirit, man. What is a Johnny? <laughs> How have I had sex before? I don't like that. <laughs> Show us your Johnny. <laughs> That's not festive. That is the worst. I've said some bad things on this show. Yeah. That's, that's not in the Christmas spirit. I don't like that. We wish you a merry giant. We I'm going. Yeah, change Can the you subject. guess mine? You would kill guess Samantha mine. Bond, you would marry Lois Maxwell, and you would fuck Naomi Harris. Exactly. Lois Maxwell seems like a great wife. Yeah. I like great, great wife, great life. I agree with that. I just think that, like, I, I don't dislike Naomi Harris. Oh, you're racist, Ben. You're racist. Like, she's just not money penny to me. Like, she's just she's a different character, and I just think I like Samantha Bond. I, I like. Yes, I'm completely biased in the Pierce Brosnan era. I don't think there's anything in the Pierce Brosnan era I don't. But like, I just what? Where's where's um Barry Manilow money penny and all of that? She'd be a good route. <laughs> I mean, I would. <laughs> um, she's hottest. She's the hottest of all of them. Honestly, controversial opinion. I think I agree with you, yeah. She's definitely the hottest. Okay, we've got two more. We've got two more. Uh, we've got Desmond Llewellyn. Oh, Hugh. fuck, Marianne, everything. <laughs> well, 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 well. We've got John Cleese Q, and we've got... Um, oh. I can't remember his name now. Uh, ben Wishaw? Ben Wishaw Q. Oh, you're talking about uh, Q from um, Never Say Never Again. <laughs> Boothroid. Um, uh, yeah, I've had oh. too much wine, but Ben Wishaw, yeah. That's the harp on Look, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, the obvious one there is to fuck Ben Wishaw because he's actually into that. Um, but, look, sorry, Ben. We don't know what Desmond Llewellyn was into. I'm killing Ben just because the other two are icons. Um, see, that's tough because, like, I honestly think both of them would be bad. That is in, tough. They'd be bad in bed. That's the problem. Well, bang Ben then. Yeah, but I can't kill Desmond or John Cleese. Oh, because like I want to marry them both because both would be good to be married to. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. This is controversial. I'm going to bang Ben Wishaw. I'm going to marry Desmond. And sorry, John. Like, I think I love John Cleese and I would marry him, but I think he'd also probably get a bit annoying after all because he gets a bit grumpy. Whereas I think Desmond, like... I wish you would manage. I think Desmond, you'd cuddle and, like, he'd be nice and bring you strumpets and tea. Ben would be... I think sensual gay man, Ben, we sure. He'd, he'd, he'd kiss you in the right spots. I've never been with a man before. Answer. If I've never been with a man before, I'd probably want to be with a gay man the first time around. And wish for. So, like, like, no disrespect to all the other men I said I'd sleep with, but, like, I don't think Pierce Brosnan is going, like, Ben, I really want to fuck you. Like, it, it's probably against his own will, whereas Ben Wishaw, I'm, I'm not saying all gay men want to sleep with me. I'm just saying, but, like, if there's a chance that I'm going to sleep with one of these men, it would be Ben Wishaw because he's into that. So, yes. I mean, me and, me and Colin are feeling very, very annoyed right now because we're being <laughs> campaigning. Excuse me. Just dying here. 
Can, can you guess my uh, order? I would assume you would kill Ben Wishaw, but at the same time, I also know you're not a huge John Cleese fan in Bond, so I'm going to say you're going to marry... Marrying Desmond, I think, is just legit. I think that's just the obvious one. I think you're going to go the same as me. I think you're going to fuck Ben Wishaw and kill John Cleese. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Cleese in Bond. I thought he was an okay cue, but... I mean, Ben Wishaw was... Yeah, he seems... He was presenting that date in No Time to Start, right? Yeah. Um, Very, like, and that's, like, and, proper, like, nice. Like, I don't know about that, like, the weird music he was playing, but, you know. Okay, ready for your last one? Oh, baby, let's do it. Kill Bang Mary. Goldfinger, or a Goldfinger. <laughs> uh, Charles Gray, Blofeld. And Dominic Green. Kill Dominic Green. Not even hesitation. Bang uh, Charles Gray because he's into that. And marry Goldfinger because I would totally rule the world with him. That one's an easy one. So you're banging Charles Gray. He's into that. You could dress as a woman and I could pretend to like it. I think I agree with you, yeah. I'm like, I'm somewhat evil and I'd totally take over the world with Goldfinger. And Dominic If you Green. traded out Dominic Green for Stromberg, would it be the same? Stromberg. Mm. Mm. Stromberg sucks. Now, if you traded out Dominic Green for Christopher Lee, would that be the same? Oh, that's what I thought you were going with that. Um, I'd marry Christopher Lee. Um, I'd kill Goldfinger. Christopher Lee would be like mm. cool to be married to, like yeah. um, Scaramanga. Fast coast sauce everywhere. Oh, that island, sophisticated, and like. Yeah. He's more intelligent than Goldfinger. Like, I think we would legitimately be able to rule the world, whereas Goldfinger's a bit, like, aloof and German. So, you know, we know how it turns out for the Germans. Okay, this is the festive special where we're having fun, no editing, so I need to plug in my computer, so I need to get my charge, so you keep the conversation going. Oh, goody. Can I actually... It's the festive special, no editing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk to myself in this voice. Isn't that right, Ben? Yes, it is. Hello, this is... Colin Hilding's testicles. And I am here to tell you that I never get used. Good to know that. Um, who else can we chat to on this show? Let's talk to this Noah's ass. <laughs> Noah is literally bent over right in front of me. What does Noah's ass sound like? I sound like this because I'm a fat piece of shit. <laughs> This show has jumped the shark. Thank God we don't do video episodes. <laughs> he literally is like bending over right in front of the camera. Like if he had no pants on, I'd be seeing up Brown Town right now. Uh, so you picked Timothy Dalton. Uh, our next game, do you want to pick John Connery, George Lazenby or Roger Moore? Let's go with Rog. Let's Roger is more. Roger Moore. Yes. So this game is courtesy of... Um, a Reddit user. Hello. I found earlier. Is this one of the like two people on Reddit who like our show? They would have nominated us for a best podcast. I'd actually just like to pose this to the Bond Community Awards. Where was the nomination process? Like, did one person just choose these? Like, I'm sorry. We never thought of the nomination. I never got an invite saying like, there's that one Twitter page who like invites us to do Christmas messages every year. We were on a thing with Judy Dench. Like, we're we're cool. So where's like our invitation? I would have nominated ourselves. Come on. We interviewed Fran Drash. We fucking did. We interviewed Robert Darby. 
And John Glover, not John Glover. It was John Glover, wasn't it? Julian Glover. Julian Glover. John Glover's the guy from Smallville. Wrong, wrong Glover. Julian Glover. We interviewed what's his face from Die Another Day, and did we interviewed freaking um um uh, octopusy guy, tennis man. On VJ. VJ. God, see, but this we- is this is well, we did, you didn't. This is a podcast where we interview famous people. We don't remember their names. <laughs> Okay, so you picked Roger Moore. This is the game called Would You Rather 007 Edition. Okay. And this is courtesy of Reddit user You Deleted. You Deleted? I Deleted? User slash Deleted. Oh. Huh. Uh, because, this, because this is from three years ago. Um, but thank you, Deleted, whoever you are. Um. So are you ready for 007 Would You Rather edition? I would always be ready for anything Would You Rather, so let's do this. It's actually quite difficult. So would you rather have had Lazenby return for a direct sequel to Majesties mm-hmm. or gotten a third Dalton film in 1991? That's difficult. Third Dalton. Really? I read the book about what it would have been like and it would have been the most batshit thing you would have ever watched. But also... I think, like, I, I look, I would have loved to have seen Lazenby return, don't get me wrong, but I think Lazenby's piece of Bond history is more unique than what Dalton has, and I just feel that as a Dalton fan and defender, I feel he needs that third movie to be fully appreciated. I feel like Lazenby's kind of appreciated on his own terms just because he's in such an iconic movie. Whereas I feel Dalton's so you love him or you don't, and I just feel that a third movie could have really helped Dalton. So if and like, but then what do we get if if Lazenby returns for like a follow up? Like he's only in two then, and then like what happens then? Like you know, what if it's really bad? I, I look look if I had to choose, I'd rather Lazenby sign that contract where he's Bond for the next like five films or whatever it was meant to be. But like, no, nah, Dalton for me. What would you choose? Um. I'm a diamonds are forever lover, but I do always wonder what that what that second Lazenby follow up would have been. Would they have done the revenge, or would they have just done another? Because here's the thing: everyone talks about give me the revenge. I'm not convinced they would have actually done the revenge story. I think they in 1970s it was the sort of hippie era, sort of diamonds. I think they would have just done another silly film. I'm not convinced they would have actually done the sequel. But the thing is also, too, that you look at it this way. You and I aren't really huge fans of the continuity of the Craig era. Do we really want that in the 70s? Like, you know. It's, really? No. Because that was an era where they don't really like. I mean, whether we like what they did in the Craig or not, for the most part, again, for the most part, take this for a grain of salt, it makes sense and it's continuous. They, they at least try to and it, for the most part, makes sense. Whereas... I don't know if I hold out much hope in that period of movies that they're going to do something quite coherent in that way. So, I agree with you. It's, it sounds good in principle, but do we really want it in in theory, really? Uh, would you rather have David Arnold come back to score Bond 25 or have Martin Campbell direct it? Martin Campbell direct it. I mean, especially nowadays, uh, what's his face has been cancelled. So I just um, I think Martin Campbell is a hundred percent for his both his Bond films, um, and I think I think we're all on the same page that we hope that he comes back to do a third for whoever is in next. Um, and it's no disrespect to David Arnold, I like his score, um, but I think uh, what's his face Horner, not Horner, um, 
Who did the last one? What was it, Horner? The famous guy who did it. I can't remember famous people's names. Whoever did No Time. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, thank you very much. Um, he did a great job. I don't think anybody complains about his score. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, I think everyone is kind of hoping for Martin Campbell to come for 26, right? He's getting on a bit now, though, isn't he? In his 80s now, I think. So, yeah. Um, this is a fun one. Would you rather spend a week hanging out with your favorite Bond actor or spend one night with your Bond girl of choice? Week with my Bond actor. <laughs> I don't know who my so Bond. I don't know. Who my, yeah, I don't know who my like. This is the thing with the Bond girls. Like, there's never been a Bond girl where I've gone like, oh yeah, like you know, Natalie Portman levels of like they're they're attractive and you go like, yeah, they're hot. But like, I've never had one where I've been like, yeah, like a hundred percent, I want to. So like, I'd, I'd rather hang out with Brosnan for a week. I can get sex. I can get sex with Brosnan for a week. What would you do? I mean. I mean, Rotomo's dead. Oh, don't remind could he, me. Could he come back? <laughs> I would love to come back to spend one more week on Earth with you, Noah. Um, It'd be Anna de Armas, I reckon, is, if I had to choose a Bond girl for a night. What do you think? Yeah. Or Famke yeah, Jansen. Yeah. Famke Jansen or Anna de Armas. Anna. Anna de Armas. Yeah. Would you uh, rather be... This is tough. Would you rather be asked by the producers to submit plot ideas for Bond 26 or be invited to the premiere of Bond 25 and it's after party? That's tough. But when it's submitting ideas, are your ideas going to be used? So at least they get strongly considered. If they they were to be used, then that 100% because you've got a Bond legacy. Then by all means, you could go... In Bond 26, that idea for Bond to ride a, a dolphin into the night, that was my idea. That's forever in canon. Whereas, like, don't get me wrong, it'd be great to go to a... Like, if I was to choose any Bond movie to go to the after party, it's not going to be Bond 25. Like, I mean, sure, it'd be cool to hang out with Craig and those guys, but I'm going to want to hang out at, like, Die Another Day. Come on, I'm going to be hanging out with Madonna and fucking Pierce Brosnan and Halle Berry. I mean, come on. Um, or even going back to, like, hanging out with, like, Roger Moore and, like, you know, Christopher Lee and... um. No, I'd, I'd do the plot ideas because if they're going to be in a movie, I'd, like that would be a dream. Like, imagine like having some imprint on the Bond franchise. Like, that would be for me. That's a longer-lasting legacy. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough though. This is another tough one because you and me are both big fans of Diamonds Are Forever. Yes, we are. Would you Sorry. rather have Connery in Majesties or Lazenby in Diamonds? Connery and Lazenby, uh, Connery in Majesties. I can't see Lazenby in Diamonds. I just can't see it. I'd rather Roger Moore in but Diamonds. The thing is, I agree with you, but I kind of I can see Connery in Majesties, and I'm saying this as oh. a George fan. Ah, hundred percent, I can see Connery. Like this is the thing. Like, like Lazenby just would be. I don't know how we can handle. It. I mean, it's going to be a different film in Diamonds. We know that. But like, let's hypothetically think Majesties is going to be the same film. I don't think Diamonds is still cuckoo bananas like it was with Lord Lazenby. It's going to be a different movie. It might be closer to the book. Whereas I think that um, Connery can handle that material. I think it was Colin who's talked about maybe he doesn't see Connery in that role. I th- I can see Connery easily in in Majesties because guy's an Academy Award winner. Like, no disrespect to George Lazenby. Connery could have easily pulled that. I think I can see any Bond actor in Majesties probably. Well, I mean, Lazenby's in it. More, maybe not. More's the only one I can't. Oh, 
No, I can't see more in Majesty. I could see Dalton in. I could see, see Sean Connery Craig. with Diana Rigg, definitely. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see Dalton. I could see Craig. I could see Brosnan in that role. Diamonds, though, I could probably only see Roger Moore in that role. Maybe Brosnan, maybe, but more Roger. That's Diamonds Are Forever is a Roger Moore movie. Come on. Okay, the last one. Would you rather own a copy of? <laughs> I like this one. Would you rather own a copy of Quantum with a gun barrel at the beginning <laughs> and Shirley Bassey's No Good About Goodbye as the title song or own a copy of Never Say Never Again rescored by John Barry? Ooh, that's actually a tough I one. I like that one. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that copy that somebody dubbed of Never Say Never Again, you can't find it anymore. I wish I had downloaded it when it was available. Um, oh, I've looked for it. Yeah, so have I. It's just you can't find it. Um, I just I think Never Say Never Again has got more issues in the score, though. That's the thing. Like, uh, yeah. uh, neither fixes any of them, but I'd probably go with Quantum just because um, it doesn't change much. I would much. like a gun barrel at the beginning of Quantum, not going to lie. Yeah, it doesn't change much. And, like, look – um, another way to die sucks, but like honestly, that Shirley Bassey one is better, but it's not amazing either. It's probably below her Moonraker, and I'm not a big fan of her singing Moonraker. Yeah, let's go with Quantum. I, I just, I never say never again. I just, I look. It's going back to my point about anything Bond related. Quantum, I think, is my second least favorite film, but I would rather watch Quantum over Never Say Never Again any day of the week. So I'm sure you would too, right? Yeah, I said it was the last one, but this last last one is fun. Uh, would you rather have Natalia Simonova return in a later Brosnan film or have Monica Bellucci star as Paris Carver? Uh, Natalia return in a later film. I I think, like, I look, you're the, the one who didn't really like Monica Bellucci, but I, I like how that turned out because I like Terry Hatcher. I think Terry Hatcher's great in that role. I think Monica is great later on. And Natalia coming. Look, I'm not a fan of them bringing back the Bond girls. I mean, Leia Seydoux did the job, but like, um, yeah, I watched Blue Warmer's Lesbian Room again recently. Um, again? I was lonely. Again? Um, have you not watched it? <laughs> I've not watched it. Maybe on my Boxing Day. Maybe that's what I watch on Boxing Day. Bring the tissues. Um, <laughs> not for the other. Because I'm going to cry so much. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, what would you go for in that one? Uh, I I love Natalia Simonova. I don't feel like this is my problem with modern day franchises. I feel like I don't need to see Natalia again. Yeah, no, I agree. She's one of my favorite Bond girls, but she did the job. It's, it's kind of like Paloma, amazing Bond, secondary Bond girl. We don't need the Paloma movie. Like she did her job. Yeah. No. No, I agree with you, and I like, but you know, this is my point. Like, I I'm not. You can bring back certain characters. But it's kind of like how Triple um, X was meant to come back a couple of times and then, like, they were going to bring back the other woman, um, Agent Lin in, like, Wei Lin in, like, Diana Day. Like, on paper it sounds cool, but, like, I think to this point, given how much Diana Day is hated, if Wei Lin was there instead of Peaceful Fountains of Desire, everyone would be like, oh, it diminishes her character, it makes her worse. It's kind of like Jaws in Moonraker, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, probably. J.W. Pepper. Like, it's kind of they've got that good one and that bad one. And I'm with you. Like, I love Natalia. And where does Natalia fit into any other 
Brosnan movie. She doesn't. Yeah. Kick her out of bed. Like, she's the Danish woman at the beginning of Tomorrow Never Dies. Like, it's kind of like, that's just like Liz Hurley in fucking Austin Powers 2. It's just like they make a joke out of it. Bye, I'm single again. Like, it, you know, it doesn't work. Okay, so that's kind of fun. Would you rather? So then, I guess you would you rather Sean Connery or George Lazenby? Let's save Lazenby to last. So let's go with Sean. Sean Connery. So Sean Connery is the quiz. So basically, what prompted this whole impromptu festive episode was uh, basically the 007 official website posted a. Christmas quiz on James Bond and I think Ben you can back me up on this normally when like official sort of websites and that post something like a quiz or something it's normally bullshit right yeah like it's normally it's just stupid nonsense this was actually a pretty decent quiz well, can like, we, I was impressed with this quiz can we going back to our point about the Bond community being so good I, I think we did this on a recent episode, but I want to give special props to the official James Bond social media channels because you're right. Like most of the time the official channels of Merry Christmas, because a lot of the time the official channels are kind of shit. Like they just, they don't balance it out. Like as a Jurassic Park fan, like Jurassic World kind of like, yeah, they post stuff from like the older movies, but it's all, it's either always the first one of the Jurassic World ones. They sort of always ignore the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, which is a shame. Whereas Bond... Social media are great. They celebrate everything. Like even Dine of the Day, which is hated. They, oh, 20th anniversary. Happy, you know, tomorrow never dies. They gave like that a week of coverage. Like, oh, he's cool. Like they, they balance it out and they do fun things. They do really interesting things. And then they do like a quiz. Like, like yeah, they're good for you, James Bond social. I think it's probably the best controlled franchise out there. Fans, the official channels, like they do such a good job with it. Yeah, they do. Merry Christmas to them. Merry Christmas, but Barbara there is and Michael. Something in that, that. Yeah, Merry Christmas to Babs and Mike. Thanks, Babs and Michael. But there is something in that that is still a family run. I know they're not making the Christmas quiz, but there is something in that that is not this like sort of Disney sort of thing. There is something where it's still that sort of really traditional family values sort of yeah. thing in this franchise. So you're on to something there, I think. It's just, it's just like we've dealt with a Survivor fan community, which don't get me started. And like, we joke that we never want to do a Star Wars spin off one because we know what that community's like. And my current job, um, the fan community in that is a very interesting certain type. And it's just, it's dealing with, and like, it's, it's all good to be passionate, but there's also a level of passion versus like just toxic. And I hate that word toxic, but it's just, that's the only word I can think of right now to use. Whereas, the bond, it doesn't ever get to a level where you're like, oh, I'm going to block that person or I don't talk. Like we joke about Spectre, et cetera. We joke about these bond communities. We've never had, I've in the what, seven, nearly eight years we've done this podcast. Have we ever had a bad interaction with anyone? No, no. never. We don't, we like, we joke about not being nominated. We know we don't have many listeners. We know we don't, we're not that prominent in the community. And that's, that's on us. We could do more, but we like doing what we do. And the few that we have, we appreciate. But like, it's, I've never had a run in with anyone. I've never had a, you know, a bad, you know, situation happen. And it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, the Olympics, let's be honest, I've never really had that either as well. Like, that's kind of another great community. Um, but the it's toxic Olympic fan. But, but, like, it's nice to be involved in a level where 
you can disagree with something but not be like shouted down at that you're like the worst thing in the world. Like Max fucking Dawson, like fuck off and shave your fucking beard. Like we don't have a Max Dawson in the Bond community. Thank fuck. And sorry, I said Max Dawson twice and... Oh, that's the wrong button. Uh, I didn't uh, play that. Sorry. Standard. The thing is, a lot of the time, official channels for, like, franchises that we love can kind of be very condescending to their real fans. Yeah. And can kind of be like, they might do a quiz and it would be the most obvious answers to things. And it would be like, come on, we've followed you for 30 years. Like, are you going to be this condescending to us? You're loyal fans. And so when I opened like this 007 Christmas quiz this morning, I was like, oh my God, this is an official quiz. That's actually a legitimate quiz. And if you know anything about me, you might not know this about me, but I'm notorious here amongst my friends. People make fun of me because I love a quiz. Quizzes I am awesome. so into, I'm into quizzes and I own it, but. Every time I'm I'm a teacher, every time I make a lesson in Korea here, there's always a quiz element and I get made fun of because I love a quiz and whatever. I own it. I love a quiz. Uh, So when I saw this Christmas 007 quiz this morning, I was excited. I love a quiz. Um, So you can make fun of me, co-workers. I own it. I do love a quiz. Uh, But I read this quiz and I was surprised. Like There were many answers I knew but there was some tough questions in there and I sent it to Ben and Colin and Ben hand on heart. I don't think you read the, these first questions, right? No, I, I skimmed through it very briefly, but there was one recently, I think that we did on here, which looked similar, but no, I didn't um, hand on heart, but I, I'm just, I'm with you with quizzes. And when you, if you come here to Sydney and visit me, I'm committing us right now. We're going to a trivia night. I, and I will kick their ass because you know me. You've known me for 10 years. I don't toot my own horn often. I'm fucking good at quizzes. Well, I also am decent. Uh, and, like, this is the thing. Like, I don't know if you're the same. I'm also know, decent. I don't know if you're the same, but it's kind of like I, like I don't think I'm a smart person. Like, legitimately, there is so many things in my life that I come across and I'm just like, I'm so dumb, I don't know anything. But I know fucking random trivia. Like, like literally I've been in situations. Let it go into a pub quiz. But people like, they'll turn around and they'll, we did, we had one at work recently. We had like a, it was Melbourne cup day. There was some trivia thing and our team got second and it was all on me. The guys in my team sucked, but like, there was literally like random things that people look at me going like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I just knew it. (laughs) This is very relevant in, Denmark, I, I studied abroad in Denmark for six months. Every week, me and maybe two or three others, we went to a weekly pub quiz. We never won until the very last time we went. And you know what the famous faces round for that was? What was it, Noah? James Bond. James Bond. There you go. And if you've never seen Ian Fleming before, you would never get Ian Fleming in a famous face. But if you know Ian Fleming, you're going to get Ian Fleming in a famous face. 100%. I remember in... And I always tell people, I'm good at pub quizzes, but if you know James Bond, you've got an advantage on pub quiz because James Bond always will show up in a pub quiz. Yep. And there's there's other like... And there's trick questions too, like who was the first Bond girl? And it's kind of things like, well, people always say like Ursula Andress. Well, it's technically not. It's... um, What's the face? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. You could argue with the quiz master there. 
But like it's I remember in like grade six we had like some do you remember you're probably too young to remember Sale of the Century? Do you remember Sale of the Century? Like Temptation, like the quiz show. Remember Temptation. So Sale of the Century was what it used to be called and then they turned it into Temptation. But um we had like a uh, it was on a Friday afternoon. We'd have the grade six sale of the century, you know, challenge for like all year. I won that. I shattered in. I like didn't even get challenged all fucking year. Um, I still own that, you know, as a 12 year old. But like it's just, it's random things like flags. That's your greatest triumph. If you want it, if you want on a trip and you know there's going to be a flags category, I'm your man. Sport, I'm your man. Like Noah's all on drinking and like not getting dates and being racist and shit. Like Noah, he's all on board with that. I'm good on, on booze and music, but I'm not great on sports. So you can complete my team on sports. Here. Have you ever played music bingo? I don't know what that is. It's basically bingo, but with music. So like you get a sheet and it'll say, be like songs in the nineties. And you'll have a sheet with like, you know, 2090 songs. And they basically play like the opening, they'll play, start playing the song and straight away you go, Oh, that's baby one more time by Britney Spears. You cross it off. And then they go, Oh, that's, you know, it's tricky. Cool. I would be good at that. It's fun. It's so much fun. If there's a music bingo when you're here, we're doing it. I'm going to say, like, I'm not a very expressive person. I'm just jumping up in joy with the idea of doing a pub quiz because I love quizzes. <laughs> well, that's why I wish I had uh, friends I here, Noah, because I want to do quiz nights. <laughs> yeah, but I will say you being Colin in a pub quiz, Ooh. Colin obviously not here. We wish him a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But you, me, and Colin in a pub quiz, we would kick up. He he's good Colin for like no knows shit. Oh yeah, he's random. There's certain things that he like sometimes. Oh, yeah. Even I'm like, well, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, did you ever used to play Buzz you on me PlayStation? And Colin and the pub quiz team, we're winning that. The, we're winning that. Do you ever the Buzz trivia game on PlayStation? Like you had the buzzers and the oh buzz. yeah, Buzz. Yeah. I used to play that with like my mum and like you know I think I was with Louise at the time. They'd come over for dinner and I I just didn't want to play with them because I'd always win. I'm like, you never challenge me. Like this is like like it's not a challenge where you guys play. I'll just watch. <laughs> Humble. I brag. would say I used to play that with my dad, but he's he's a quiz he's a quizzer himself, so. I'd like to hang out with your dad. Yeah, he's good on a pub quiz too. I get it from him. But you, me, and Colin in a pub quiz, we don't need anyone else. We would kick all the boxes. Yeah, there, not Jamie. Jamie would weigh us down. This is like the shirtless nah, man no, quiz. Jamie's not allowed. Uh, but basically, yeah, the 007 Christmas quiz, I'm, I'm glad they put this out. I will say I read the quiz earlier, so I can't compete, but I can ask Ben the questions. And I'll be honest, I will tell you the ones I knew and I'll tell you the ones I didn't know. I'll be honest about it. Okay. Um, so I have read the answers, but I, I also found the 007 2021 quiz that they apparently put out. So we'll do the 2022 and if we want after, we'll see how we're feeling. All right. We can do the 2021. Um, so basically, I'll ask Ben the question and we'll see how much trivia he knows about that 007. That's generally how a quiz works, yeah. Is that who it was? Um, so you can pick the round, or do you want me to just go in order, or what? Oh, I think, first of all... It's been a while. <laughs> been a while. <laughs> um, so, what, sorry, what was the option? I pick a round, or...? I can either, like, just go in order, or I can order. give you some options go for rounds. Go and... in order. Go in okay. Order. Go in order. So... First round is general knowledge, and you can play at home too. Um, you can either listen to ours and play at home, or you can go to the 007 official website and download it as a PDF. 
Um, so first round is general knowledge. Okay. First question, I think you can get. In no time to die, Nomi has given what 007 number? She did you say what 007 number? You just gave me the answer. <laughs> I was going to say 009. <laughs> This is why I'm a good quiz member and not a good quiz master. I've hosted a trivia night before. I thought I was a pretty good host. I got to, you know. Yeah, I'm more of a quizster. That's why I'm annoyed that I'm giving the quiz and not playing the quiz because I get competitive with the quiz. Um, it would be 007, Noah. Right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I okay. Can I add, a, like, you? if you say to me that I'm correct, I can do this. That's a uh, Okay, my favourite question of the whole quiz, number two. How did James Bond and Kara get across the Czech-Austrian border? In a cello case with nothing Hello. to declare. Good, correct. I like these sound effects. Okay, Sylvia Trent appears in two James Bond films. Can you name them? From Russia with Love and Dr. No. Correct. And people listening, it gets more difficult, trust me. Okay. One of your favorite Bond films. How many clicks does James Bond need to activate the Parker Three. pen in Goldeneye? Three. Correct. Good. Okay. In Quantum Solace, oh, who is Craig Mitchell, M's bodyguard, working for? Not Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, he's working for Quantum. Correct. Good. Okay. Another Living Daylights one. And I'll tell you, Ben, I did not get this one when oh. I did the quiz. In the living daylight, who, where is General Koskov kept safe by an MI6? Ooh. I didn't get this. Now, I didn't so get when this. you say where, is it a country or like a specific place? Specific. Isn't, he's either, they put him in the tube and then they like put him, is he not kept, is that like Castle Bunker Place where like, he shows up with the milk bombs. Is that where he's kept? Yeah, but there's a name though. Oh, it's Castle Milk Bombs. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get it either. No, it's the Bladen Safe House. Sure. Yeah, I guess the tube. No, well, I thought like if you were saying country, like I was thinking like wasn't it Austria? But okay, fair enough. Okay. A lot of living daylights questions in this. Good um, for them. Underrated. Okay. I love this. I love this. I love this question. Question seven. Who does Tiffany Case think 007 has killed in a lift in Diamonds Are Forever? Uh, Peter Franks. No, James Bond. Is that who it is? No. Do I have to go with my first answer? No, no, you can change. So hang on. So re- Reply the question for me. Who does Tiffany Case think James 007 James has Bond. killed in a list? Yeah, you just killed James Bond. Yeah. Is that who it was? Uh, Peter we Frank. quote that all Trick the time question. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. D- 007 James Bond. Okay. I got this one. I'm interested to see if you get this. I think Colin would. What is M's hobby when James Bond comes to his home in Honor Majesty's Secret Service? Oh, it's on, I know the name of it. I got it. I'm interested to see if you can get it. <sighs> I know it, but I can't. I'm. Yeah, you're gonna say it. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna know it. Like I know it. I, it's on the tip of my. Like I. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah. No. 
It's lepidoptery, which means butterfly collecting. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I I could I knew it was like a longish name, like with like a weirdy like I yeah. But anyway, I didn't get lepidoptery, but I did get butterfly. I hope you're keeping tally. I'm not keeping tally of this. I've got two wrong. Yeah. Well, you are keeping tally. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keeping tally. I've got two wrong. Um, good at math, Ben. What am I? Um, not on my bright. My uh, what type of what type of tall vehicle does James Bond commandeer with solitaire in Live and Die? Easy. Double decker bus. Yeah. And end of general knowledge, including for your eyes only. Walter Gogol played appeared in six movies playing which character? Um, 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 what's his name? General. I gave it away in my answer because I said his name wrong. Gogol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Walter Gotal, but I said Gogol. Yeah. It's Gogol. Yep. 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 Okay. So in that, you got eight out of 10 general knowledge. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the music round? Oh, how many Madonna questions do we have? Um, none. Oh, well, I, I refuse to answer these questions. Uh, I'm against these questions. Okay. A 25 track orchestral album featuring all 25 iconic title themes was released by which orchestra in 2023? 2022. Sorry. I'm going to say it's not out yet. It's got to be the London Symphony Orchestra, surely. No, I, I guess that also. It's the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, <laughs> I gave myself a point. There. No, not a ding. What tune does 007 whistle to activate the stun gas from his key fob in the living day? Oh, uh, it's um another living daylights question. <laughs> I didn't get this. Is it I God Save the Queen? This. No. Close, close, close. It's Royal Britannia. Yes. Oh. Ah, good job. I knew it was one of the two British ones. Good. I guessed Goldfinger. That was good. No, that was, isn't that, um, isn't that in Honor Majesties? Isn't that the, the sweeper person's whistle? The sweeper, yeah, the yeah. cleaner. Yeah. Who scored Spectre? Um, I, I didn't get this. Oh, it's not David Arnold, is it? No, I didn't get it. Horner? No. No. No, I've gone blank. Miss Newman. Oh, yeah. I knew there was like one of the 12 famous composers. I knew it was someone. Yeah. Who sang Goldeneye at the sound of 007 in concert? I haven't watched it yet. It's on my stick to watch. Uh, was it Shirley Bassey? No. No. Don't know. Tina Turner. <laughs> Bono, the Edge. It's the same name as a Bond girl. Natalia. Uh, <laughs> Jinx. Paloma <laughs> Faith. Oh, okay. yeah, right. Yeah. She was meant to do a Bond scene, wasn't she, at one point? Was she? I think she was on the list for, like, uh, No Time to Die or, or Spectre. Which composer for For Your Eyes Only also composed the theme to Rocky? I do know this. I don't know. And and 
for the record, a terrible thing. In Rocky or For Your Eyes Only? Oh, for Your Eyes no, Only is pretty for shitty. For Your Eyes Only um, soundtrack. Terrible soundtrack. I don't know. I, I don't know. Bill Conti. Oh, actually, I did know that. Let me say the name. I know we've talked, we talked about him on the commentary, but yeah, blank. Yeah. Terrible soundtrack, Bill. Okay, singer Grace Jones played which iconic character? Mayday, I'm a man. Who connected Tchaikovsky to a cultural variation in the living daylights? Who connected a what? Who conducted Tchaikovsky's Rococo in the Living Daylights? Another Living Daylights question. So who was like conducting Kara? Like it's more or less. Is there a character or like a, a famous person? Like is this like just a... Composer. Oh, I fucking don't know. You'll kick yourself a little bit. I always do every night. Um... Tchaikovsky himself? I don't, don't. Oh, would it be Aha? John, ba- John Barry. Oh, John. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no. Did you get that one? <laughs> um, Surrender by Katie Lang appeared at the end Tomorrow of what film? Dies. Correct. Who composed the score for No Time to Die? Oh, we just talked about this, didn't we? We did, but that doesn't mean you know her. <laughs> one of the 12 <laughs> famous composers. <laughs> oh, he's so famous. I know we did. It's like Horner, Elfman, Newton. Starts <laughs> um, Page. Howard. Uh, Horner. No, it wasn't Horner. It's the other one. Oh, tell me. I'm, I've gone blank. Hans Zimmer. Oh, God damn it. What singer collected the Academy Award for the first 007 theme to win Best Original Song? Adele Skyfall. Correct. Okay, it's pitch around. We can't do that. So let's move on to 60th yeah, the pitch around? Can you show me the pictures on here? I mean, it's not good for podcasting, though. Who gives a shit about them? <laughs> Let, let's go to the 60th anniversary round. Okay. What is the name of the 007 TV series announced in 2022? The Amazing Bond. Um, isn't it like something around the world or something, something fucking licking the, yeah. 007 Road to Million. 007 Road to Million is what it is called. Correct. Uh, can you name the brother and sister who collected the Academy Award for their work on No Time to Die? Billy Eilish and Phineas. Uh, it is Billy Eilish and Phineas, correct? He doesn't go by any other name. He's a one-name man now. Like Mozilla. Exactly. Home Cross and Elliot Graham collected BAFTAs for their work on No Time to Die in which category? Sound editing? Mm. Film editing. <laughs> editing. Can you be less specific? Can you be less specific? Sound. Can you be less specific the other way? Film. <laughs> Can you be less specific the other way? Editing. Yes, correct. <laughs> Editing. Good job. Okay. Uh, producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli were presented with which honours in June? Best looking couple at the 
Kids' Choice Awards? Bruce, it was the commander of the Order of the British Empire. I didn't know that, actually. I did hear about that. Uh, which 007 game title is returning to the Switch and Xbox? That would be GoldenEye 64. Of course. Primeworld Studios named a stage after which actor in September? Connery or more? I think it was Connery. Oh, Craig, no, Craig. It was Daniel Craig. They named it the Daniel Craig stage, didn't they? No, it was Connery. Is that your final answer? It was Craig. No. I feel I read something about Daniel Craig getting something named after him. Whether it was a boat. I'm going to go with Connery. Craig, Connery, Connery, Connery. Got to be Connery. It's Connery. It's Connery. Good <laughs> you, choice. Your look on your face here got me a bit worried, but I swear Daniel Craig is something named after him. Good choice. Uh, how much did the Aston Martin DB5 stunt car from No Time to Die go to the charity auction? $3 million. Uh, he went for £2.9222,000. So that, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Not bad. All right. Good job, Ben. Pretty close. Um who opened the Sound of 007 in concert performance with Diamonds Are Forever? Got to be Shirley. Bassie. Not Manson. I know she was there. But <laughs> oh, you're wrong. It's Dame Shirley Bassey. Oh. Um, okay. Um, two more. 007 collect- Which 007 actor collected their award by the royal family in October? What award? Just says award. That's a bit generic. Uh, Daniel Craig. This to be Daniel Craig, yeah. And the last one of this round, who directed the Sound of 007 documentary selected, celebrating 60 years of Bond music? Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, you'll never get it. It's Matt Whitecross. Oh, the Matt Cross. Oh, there he is. I bet you got that one. I, I got that one. And this is the Christmas question. Okay. Uh, do you know how Christmas trees are grown? Was from which 007 soundtrack? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Right. Dr. Christmas Jones appears in which film? The World Is Not Enough. Correct. This one I did get wrong, and I got it very close, but I did get it wrong. In which film does James Bond say, very, very novel, Hugh. Must get them in stores for Christmas. Sounds- very novel, Hugh. Must get them in stores for Christmas. It sounds like a more line, but I feel it's not. Is it a more film? I would tell you, I, I thought it was a more, more line and it was a more line. So, so the question is, what movies are from? Yeah, and I got the wrong one, but it is a more film. Let's go with Moonraker. I feel like is that the like the desert scene? No, ding ding ding. Is it? Oh, yeah, ding ding ding. It's about uh, Q's wristwatch dart. Oh, yeah, the flashback. He, he uses in the spinny, spinny row. The flashback, yeah. But I guess Spy Love Me, but you're right, Moonraker. I just felt like I just had a weird, yeah, I was thinking of the bowlers. It's too. much more line, of course. Well, I was I was kind of thinking, is that a trick? Okay, like, something like Dalton-esque was going in my mind there. But anyway, anyway. 
Which Spy 7 film was released the week before Christmas in 1974? It was 1974. That was Man with Golden Gun. Right. Which I'm thinking that was a Christmas film, but I guess it was released at Christmas time. What would be the... Uh, I, would you, like, I'd imagine Secret Service. I'm on board with that. But the second most Christmas film would have to be The World Is Not Enough, wouldn't it? Well, it's not enough, yeah. Uh, to, to who does Bond say a gun and a radio? Not exactly Christmas, is it? He says it. No. And you guess which Bond says it? Stanley Craig. It's in, right. it's in Skyfall, isn't it? It's when they're sitting with Q. Gun and radio, not exactly Christmas, isn't it? It's like, oh, what are you yeah, expecting? Right. What are you expecting? An exploding pen? We don't go for that stuff, stuff anymore. That's the yeah. Yeah. gallery scene, yeah. I, To be honest, that sounded like a Brosnan line to me. Yeah, and I was, I was like, that's a new film. That's said recently, yeah. And this is the cars of 007. We just recorded our <laughs> ranking of the cars. You should be on to this one then. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I got them all right. Where does the Aston Martin DP5 appear? Where? Yeah, which first film? Oh, first film, Goldfinger. Tuk Tuk. Octopussy. Correct. Aston Martin DBS. That's Casino Royale. Uh-oh. It's a Craig film, isn't it? Uh-oh. On a Majesty Secret Service. Correct. Um, it's the winning car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Mustang. Sally. Uh, that's um, Diamonds Are Forever. Correct. Lotus Esprit. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Correct. Okay, this is Bonded Numbers. I got this wrong. Bill Fairbanks in which double O agent was which double O agent in Man with the Golden Gun? Double O six. No, that's Trevelyan. 007. Double yeah, correct. 0004. 002. I said 009. It was 002. 00 What was the value in pounds of the gold bar given to 007 in golfing? Million pounds. I got a roll. 5,000 pounds. Is that all? <laughs> In old-timey money. True. What Bond film is the longest? Uh, that would be No Time to Die. Correct. Moon 007 agent, actor was born in 1968. Daniel Craig. Correct. And which members of you 2 wrote the theme song for Goldeneye? <laughs> I just listened to that episode where we're talking about, like, the drummer and the bass player. It's clearly not the drummer or the bass player, is it? The Edge and Bono. Correct. And that's the end of the quiz. Oh, like you did a, I would say you did a pretty good, damn good job. I'm a bit ashamed that a couple of those, like I knew, like I knew the composer guy, I knew the butterfly yeah. thing. Um, no, I'm a bit disappointed, to be completely honest. So, I mean, if this was a pub quiz, you did a pretty damn good job. I would have passed. So the options are we can either do the 2021 quiz, which I don't know the answers to, so we would both be doing that, or we can do the other game, or we can finish. Um, well, it is 2.10 a.m. right now, and I am getting slightly tired, but 
let's do one more and I'll let you choose which you would prefer to. I feel like the oh. quiz from last year, if you haven't done it, then that could be fun for us to both give a go no, against we each We can other. do the 2021 quiz. Although, hang on, I think, I feel we may have, I know we did one quiz already from that website and I don't know if that's a 2021 quiz or we did a different one. So try it. And if I, if I'll be honest with you, if this is something I feel we've done before, I'll, I'll cancel it. You kill some time while I'm getting the quiz on. I will definitely. What, what was the best present that you got for Christmas this year? The best present I got for Christmas this year was. I, um, I didn't really get presents this year. No, I bought myself a couple of things. Um, Did you buy yourself? Bought myself a, uh, a book, Australia's Greatest Sporting Moments, which I'm sure is right up your alley. I bought myself a hat, Buffalo Bills cap, and I bought myself a game called Stray. You're a little cat. It's like Grand Theft Auto, but you're a cat and you walk around a city and you've got to... Oh, I'd love to kill that. Well, it's not. You can't kill this one because you are the cat in this one. You've got to, like, walk around a city and, like... Can you kill yourself? Probably. Daniel Craig and... Don't, don't loop that into an intro. <laughs> Can you kill yourself? Hi, Colin. Welcome back to the show. Can you kill yourself? Um, I haven't played it yet because I just finished Jurassic World, Lego Jurassic World. So. You finished that today? I did finish it. I've had it for a very oh. long time and I only finished Round it of today. Applause, <laughs> Thank you very much. And that's you a Ben Jurassic fact. World, Lego. Oh, I actually, you remember when you used to come over and we used to play Lego Star Wars? Well, now I bought um, the Skywalker saga so I can play all nine episodes now of Lego Star Wars. I'm out. <laughs> Is that James Bond Lego? No, there isn't. That's the one that I really wish they would. Mm. So I forgot the quiz up. Should we do the 2021 quiz Let's do together? It. Let's do it. Let's do it together, Noah. Okay. That wouldn't be the first time we've done it together. I reckon you'd be good in bed. Uh, I'm okay. Would you be a top or a bottom? Top? Yeah. I don't know if I could be a bottom, though. That would be a bit tricky. Colin's a bottom. We'll get Colin. We'll get Colin. <laughs> Colin's in. a bottom. Colin doesn't do anything. Oh, Colin. Colin just lays we'll get, there. We'll get him in. He in and out. Yeah. Anyway, quiz. Yes. Sorry, you're turning me on. I'm okay. I'm I'm not great, but I'm okay. Um, I try my best. <laughs> uh, and both women. Uh, that's all they've asked for. Lightly satisfied. Three out of five. Uh, so round one is numbers game. How many actors have played Miss Money Penny? So that would be Lois. That would be the Barry Manilow Money Penny. Samantha Bond. Eve. But are we counting never, are we counting Never Say Never Again? It's the official website, so I would Four. say we're probably not. Four. Four, yeah. What year was World is not enough really? Ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. If Doctor No is the first of the films, what number is Octopussy? Oh, God. 10? 11? Six for Connery, one for Laser Me, three for Moore, 10, 12. No, 13. 13. I think it's 13. If you count backwards, Die Another Day, 19. 2019. <laughs> you start with Die Another Day? I'm better at counting backwards, 2019. 18. This is the math question. We should get 18. this. Diamonds are for about seven. It's 13. Eight, nine, it's 10. 13. 11, yeah, 13, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, 
What date does Bond hit when he throws the knife at the calendar in Honor Majesty's Secret Service? De- I don't know this. December 25th. I think it isn't it December something, isn't it? Is it Christmas? Might be. I'll try and look at the answer without like you can do it. Um 14th of September. I see I told you it was the 14th. You don't listen to me, do you? Did you say 14th of September? Yes, I absolutely did. I'm not lying at all. Okay, what year was Sir Roger Moore born in? Oh, uh, he was, was like it's the twenty. Thirty-two? I thought it was like twenty-nine. You're saying twenty-nine? What year did he die? He died in twenty seventeen and he was like ninety. Ninety-two. No. So he'd be it'd be twenty it'd be in the twenties then, wouldn't it? It'd be like I'm playing thirty-two. No, if he was ninety-two and he died in twenty you're not doing the math there, right, are you? I'm going to say... I don't do math. I'm an English teacher. 26. Oh, 27. 25. <laughs> no, 27. Oh, is that the correct answer? Oh, I thought you were just being a dick. <laughs> um, how many Eon films did Q appear in? Which Q? Well, he didn't appear in Live and Let Die. He wasn't in Casino Royale or Quantum. Wasn't he Casino Royale or Quantum? Was he? So Die Another Day. No, because he wasn't called Q in that. He was called Boothroyd. But was he still R? Who can't Die Another Day? So he was called Q. No, we can't Die Another Day. So he wasn't in four films. So he's been in 21. Okay. It's just do they count, Dr. No? But he was called Boothroyd in that film. He was never referred to as Q. They say 22. They count, Dr. No? Fair enough. Okay. Those fuckers. Um, what number double O agent is Alec Trevelling? Double O six. Given six, yeah. How many gold sovereigns are in the briefcase Q gives double O seven in from your from Russia with love? Twelve? Ten. Mm. Possibly six. Twelve. Ten. Twelve. Twelve. I'm seeing with twelve. Ten? Is it twelve? I don't know. It's 22. 22 is what I said. No, it's 50. 50 gold. 50 is what I said. Yeah, we're way off. (laughs) That just reminds you of Dumb and Dumber. Samsonite, I was way off. (laughs) Bond wins a straight flush in Casino Royale with which number? Oh, fuck those three. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Four eight speed. That's exactly what I said. And what value of the check is Oren writes for Stacey Sutton in every torture? She did? Um million dollars. Five million. How much? Five million. Five million. Well with inflation. Okay, this is this is the festive realm. In Moonraker, what does Bond say should be in stores for Christmas? We just had that question. The watch. No, we we said what film was it before. Now we're saying what is it? That was the watch. The poison yeah, watch. What sits on top of Blofeld's Christmas tree in on a secret summer? Uh a star? Tracy? <laughs> AIDS? A star. 
Angel, Angel. You said star, I'll go Angel. It's an angel with a camel. Come on. Oh, good job. I'm not keeping tally. Okay. <laughs> what Bond film was released to US audiences on Christmas Day in 1964? Oh, it's got to be Goldfinger. Goldfinger. I didn't know that was released on Christmas Day. <laughs> what is Dr. Christmas Jones's job? Bad acting. Uh, she's a <laughs> nuclear... Is she? Uh, How many Christmas presents does M find in the double agent's home in Quantum of Solace? Can I just back up one? Go back to our point about defending Bob. Like, you got to somehow feel slightly fatherly to Denise Richards, don't you? Like, of all, like, she's so bad, but like, again, as I've told the story so many times, she makes fun of herself playing that role in 30 Rock. She's like, I played a nuclear physicist. I can do anything. Like, I just, she's got an OnlyFans. Like, I mean, uh, not she, she, because uh, her daughter's the, her daughter with Charlie Sheen started an OnlyFans, so she like did it as well. But I don't think they do sexual stuff. But anyway, I just I just love Denise Richards. I don't know. I just always just feel for her and just good for her. Uh, what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> Didn't have Denise Richards have an OnlyFans? She's hot. Come on, Denise Richards is hot. Which? Uh, how many Christmas presents? Did- M find in the double agent's home in Quantum of Solace. Aren't they Christmas parents? Presents oh, in Quantum of No, I know. It's when, isn't that like when she's complaining about Mitchell and she's all like, oh, and this is bloody Christmas present I he gave me last year or something. Isn't only one? Oh. Well, that was my next guess. Which John Barry Christmas song features in the train station in Onimus's Secret Service? Do you know where Christmas trees are grown? Correct. That John Barry wrote that, did he? Yeah, good for him. Absolutely, yeah. The Man with the Golden Gun came out the week before Christmas in what year? 74. We had that before, didn't we? What kind of joke does 007 claim he doesn't know when he first meets Dr. Christmas Joe? Don't know any doctor jokes. Uh, that is correct, Dr. Chuck's Um What does Blofeld call his team of 12 girls on Honor Majesty's Secret Service? Angels of Death. They love the Honor Majesty's Secret Service on this one, don't they? Yeah. And a gun and a radio, not exactly Christmas, <laughs> is it? Is a line from which film? Skyfall. <laughs> okay. And this is Who Said It, which is quite a fun round. I liked... Here we go. Who said it? I like people who are friends with people. Oh, oh Merry Christmas, Quarrel. Quarrel, Merry Christmas, Quarrel. Oh, you Maybe. made it into a quiz, Maybe. <laughs> Here we go. It gets better. Question two. I'll buy you an ice cream. Oh, baby. Merry Christmas, Roger Moore. Oh, well, I said baby, Roger Moore. You know what I meant. I just thought baby. Oh, wonder what wonder okay, what she's question doing. Question three. Talk here, listen here. Q. I don't know that. Who who said that? Q. That's what I've been doing wrong all this time. Talk here, listen here. Isn't it Q? Because like, isn't it like a thing when like yeah, it is. and then Bond and then Bond goes. Yeah. That's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. It is Q, but can you name the film? It's Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. It's a Brosnan film because Brosnan replies with, that's what I've been doing wrong. It's, it's World is Not Enough. Mm-hmm. No, it's Die Another Day. It's World is Not Enough. It's just John Cleese says it. It's Die Another Day. 
It wasn't enough. The phone never dies. <laughs> oh, because it's the phone. Yes. You literally said all the Brosnan film. I knew it was a Brosnan film because I just I've got I've just got that image of Brosnan's cheeky little face going. That's what I've been doing wrong all this time. This is kind of tough. What do you know about gold? Gold. Is it M? It's M or the other guy in the office with him in Goldfinger, isn't it? Smithers. Is it? I think it's M, right? I, it's, to, to Bond. It's M or Smithers. I think it's M. It is M in Goldfinger. Um, I'd hoped fate would bring us together one day. Uh, it's Scaramanga and Man with Golden Gun. Is it? No, it's not. Oh, it's uh, Thingo in Skyfall. No? Fuck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Christmas Jones in World of Enough. It's Octopussy in Octopussy. Oh, God, of course but I knew no that. But one remembers anything Octopussy exactly. said. <laughs> um, Octopussy. Money isn't as valuable as our organisation as knowing who is to trust. It's a spectacle. It's a right? Um, is it is it Crystal Waltz? No, no. When I say a spectre quote, I mean like the organization spectre. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Blofeld in no Thunderball villain. Mm-hmm. Fucking <laughs> Hannah Stokely. You'll kick yourself. Say it again. You'll kick yourself. <laughs> the other. Quote, what's the quote? Mr. White. Mr. White, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, almost at the end. Death is for breakfast. Death is for breakfast? That's Miranda Frost from Die Another Day. That is Miranda Frost from Die Another Day. I know your type, sex, sex for dinner, death for breakfast, yeah. All those feathers and he still can't fly. Oh, it's... Um, that feels like a Roger Moore line. Bond says that when he kicks out... Um, Yeah, no, it's when he falls off the cliff or something. It is Roger Moore. Moonraker? Can you guess the film? Moonraker? It's Spy Love Me. All those feathers and he still can't fly. Yeah, yeah it's such a Roger Moore line. He doesn't say that, though, but it's definitely a Roger Moore line. Uh. I want to create an indisputable masterpiece. That's Scaramanga. Yeah, it is. And do you exercise? <laughs> Jenny Flex? <laughs> um, I feel that's actually an obvious one. Not really. No, I don't know. It's apparently Madeline Swan. Do you exercise? Yeah, that famous metal. That's on a T-shirt. <laughs> Do you exercise? <laughs> Actually, that's a famous blue is a lesbian room quote. <laughs> Do you exercise? Oh. Do you want the bonus time super knowledge for super fans or have you had enough? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's end it on that. Okay. Super knowledge for super fans. Uh, what? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Did it die another day? <laughs> Super knowledge for super fans, my asshole. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Who played uh, the character shared by Rick Van Nutter and uh, 
Seth Linda and John Terry. Oh, Manny Penny? Uh, <laughs> Felix. Super a, knowledge for super fans. My asshole. A genuine Felix Leiter. In all, in all fairness, though, like, we are super fans and that's easy to us, so therefore it's like <laughs> fitting into our basket. I don't think Jamie Hilding's going to know that. You're saying all fairness. You wait to question two. <laughs> question two. At the end of Spy Who Loved Me, what, what film does it say James Bond will return in? A From a View to a Kill, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. For your eyes only. For your eyes only. But it's Moonraker that he really returned. Yeah. What are the first two words spoken by the character in Dr. No? I just want to point out one thing. I love the fact that the official James Bond account has a question about a faux pas that they probably should ignore, and yet they openly have a question going like, yeah, at the end of those credits, we've never gone back and changed. George Lucas would go back and change that now. Like, whereas like Bond, like, yeah, it's fuck crazy. It. They never went back and changed that. Though. Good for that's how good these social media accounts is. That they just like have this like a yeah. mistake. Um, the first two words spoken by Doctor No, or in the entire movie, by the character Doctor No. Sit down. Close. That's it. Nice tarantula. That's hard. Um, what is the name of the festival in Mexico seen at the start of Spectre? Been to it. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Uh, M, Q, R, Z, and C. What letter is the odd one out? And so say it again. M, Q, R, Z, and C. M is a character, Q is a character, R is a character, C is Z. Yeah. yeah. What character named Sergei Barzov can be found in which film? Living Daylights? No, Fury mm-hmm. Eyes Only. That's a good guess. Fury Eyes Only. No. Do you want me to name all the other 23 or <laughs> get there eventually? It's the spy love me. I wouldn't have guessed it, but it, it's Anya's boyfriend. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Yellow piping. <laughs> what, is the, what is the password Bond uses to gain as- access to a restricted area in the airport in Casino Royale? Um, Solaris. Bios. Ah, Polaris. So close. Ah, oh, so close. Solar, polar, bola, dollar. So close. Ellipses. Elli- oh. So close. Remember so the beginning close. of this when we said that we're both really good at quizzes? <laughs> <laughs> How many kills does it take to be a double or agent? Two. I Two, yeah. Uh, what, what was the first bomb film that did not take its t- title as an Ian Fleming novel? Um, you know the Moonraker was it was Gold Goldeneye, no License Kill, License Kill, License Kill. And what is the first car James Bond drives on screen? It's a Bentley, isn't it? Apparently not. No, that's in the book. It's a Bentley. Oh, it's that. Not a very nice car. Did we rank that car? I don't think we ranked that car, did we? Oh, I can see it. 
but I don't believe it. <laughs> Santa Claus quote, Ben. Wow. I just watched that last night. Um, yeah, it's just not a Bentley. It's not worth talking about. <laughs> Chevy Bel Air. It's a Chevy Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This is a story all about how James Bond drove that car upside down. We did a pretty good job on that quiz. We didn't know everything. Yeah. If this was a pop quiz, we would have dominated. Yeah. No, I think, you know, we would have beaten like Jenny and counting down on table seven. Ah, what's a James Mm. Bond? So, I mean, to the 007 uh, website for putting out these yearly Christmas quizzes, good fun. Yeah, good job. We look forward to 2023 when we have both been announced as co-James Bonds. <laughs> you take Bond 26, I'm doing 27. You do 28, I do 28. Imagine, imagine if Michael and Barbara are listening to this episode right now and like, oh, that poor podcast didn't get nominated. And like, bugger it, we're going completely okay. out of completely out of the realm. Bugger Henry Cavill, bugger Idris Elba. I'm going to, we're going to back the Lazenby days, two random Aussies. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it would be very reminiscent of George Lazenby. Seriously, what'd you do? You get that phone Random call. Random Aussie. Hi, is this Noah Gross? Yes, it is. Hi, this is Barbara Broccoli. Oh, g'day, Barbara. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How's your Christmas? Not bad. Uh, what are you up to next year? Oh, nothing. Moving out of my house in two months. Going to go traveling. Oh, cool. Uh, would you like to be James Bond? Uh, what does yeah. it pay? <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, I noticed late, recently George, uh, not George, Henry Cavill got fired from Ooh, Superman. Yeah. And he quit his job as the the Witcher or whatever. Do you think this is all because he might be a certain Mr. JB? Look, yes and no. Look, to me, I think. A lot of it lines up. But yes, but I also think he's been screwed over by DC because I think since James Gunn's come on board, James Gunn has basically walked in and just like had a fire sale and just like everybody's gone. And like I feel so bad for because it sounds like Henry Cavill didn't even know himself because basically he announces publicly like two months, I'm still Superman. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, yeah, no, DC made me say that. I'm not actually still Superman. So look, I would, I, I would sincerely hope it does mean that because he is who I wanted, as we talked about in that episode. Um, but also he has just committed that he's going to be creating this Warhammer franchise. So, you know, um, look, there's a possibility. I, I I definitely think the stars are aligning. It sounds like that. fishy that he suddenly dropped me out of everything. But I just, I think to me... The DC stuff is a little bit tricky. It's not as simple as just he dropped out. I think that they've just. I think he was signed on, but then James Gunn's come on board and he's just changing everything. I. I look. I hope it is a case. I think it would make sense. Like follows the Bond trend about how like Brosnan was out, in then out, then he came back. You know, Cavill was there, and Craig got the job. So like, I think it would be perfect. Um, the other guy that we, uh, Colin and I talked about on our recent, um, Patreon episode, the one who apparently filmed the gun barrel scene, what, whatever his name, the guy from Godzilla and the Marvel movies, he's also up there, but look, I want Cavill. Cavill's my bond. That's who I want as bond. So I would be thrilled with, but I don't know. I don't, it's maybe a bit too obvious. It's a bit too obvious to me, but when he started announcing that he's out of all these projects, then I'm starting to think like. Do you Why like Henry not? Cavill? Yeah, give him a go. Why not? I think he'd be great, Bond. He'd be amazing. He's a, like, he just, oh, he, that guy. Like, we were talking before about bang, marry, kill. 
all of them on bread with crumpets. <laughs> oh, crumpets. Top button. Do you top want the George Lazenby or have you had enough? I've had enough. It's 2.30 it's yeah, in the enough. morning. <laughs> fair enough. Some of us have to sleep in tomorrow. I'm sleeping in tomorrow. <laughs> I might go watch some boats on a cliff. I don't know. <laughs> So 2022 007, 007 uh, pretty standard year. I mean, anything to report back, anything to look forward to for the next year? What is your thoughts on 2022 007? And we did a good job. I think we talked a bit about this on our Patreon because it shows you pay attention because you pay for those. Um, yeah, I think we did a good job. We, I mean, you came back a lot more this year, Roger Moore, um, which was a nice surprise. It was a very nice surprise having you on board a lot more. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you used to it. But we had our longest ever episode. Remember we did No Time to Die over six fucking hours earlier this year? I was asleep, generally. Like, and the one thing I'll say is like, you think back a year ago, we'd just seen No Time to Die. Two years ago, when's it coming out? Like, that six-week period that it took me to be able to see, it was torture. But now here we are approaching the two-year anniversary next year of it. Um I think we had a good year this year. I, I'm impressed with our year this year. What did you think of this year? I would say this year was one of our better ones of just like semi-consistent episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was no new Bond film, but we were riding the high of No Time to Die. But the one thing I wouldn't wouldn't have guessed about 2022, I would have thought that we would have had some sort of news or new Bond by now. I'm surprised that we're sort of still in limbo. Yeah, I mean... Yes and no. I think the 60th, they just let it be and they did they did a solid job of the 60th. I mean, you know, in hindsight, if all things had gone to plan, we would have had a film this year. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not one of the I, – like, I think I said this on our Patreon episode. I don't think we're even going to have um, an announcement next year for, for – Bo- I don't think we'll know who Bond is for another – 2024 at the earliest. I don't know. I just feel it's going to be a while till we know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's 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 not something that really bothered me too much. I think they've done a good job celebrating it, how they've celebrated it. So, yeah, it doesn't really phase me too much. Yeah, but, I mean, next year, we're not going to get a new Bond film, right? Next but we year, will like have a Bond that, film. Do you think they've just filmed one and they're just going to drop it on us? The Daniel Craig. Well, we're going to have that <laughs> apparently terrible James Bond reality TV series. How do they ever sign on? That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for the, the license holders that they signed off on a James Bond reality TV show. And I'm coming from someone who used to podcast about reality TV. I Look, I, I, I'm i with you completely, but I've got this it's weird... It's so off-brand for James Bond. I've got this very weird feeling, though, that it might turn out to be, like, amazing. Like, that. I hate I to admit that. I hope it's fun. But like, I do, too. But, like, at the same time, like, no, I'm with you. Like, if you're going to have a Bond TV series, why is it reality? Have a Bond trivia show. Have, like, Bond the Chase, the series, or something like that. Is It's coming out next year, right? They filmed it already, maybe? don't know. We're not on it, so that's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we will we will be back in the new year. Maybe this is coming out in the new year. I have no idea. This was so impromptu, but we'll have more episodes. Next year, I'm moving out. I'm leaving home, flying the nest again. So maybe I'll be less frequent, even though I'll still not have a job. I don't know, but 
who knows what next year holds, but what are you looking forward to next year for double loss? Oh, sleeping. Um, and I think the continuing on with our, um, like the bond actors in other roles series, I think we've got some good ones of that coming up. Um, I think it would be great. I think we talked about this recently that we could finally do the commentaries for Never Say Never Again and Casino Royale, like those ones that we were initially going to do. Fun. Some of the rankings ones we've got planned. I, I look, I'd really love to the ones that I'd love to do. We've never done the video games episode, and I'd love to do the Austin Powers movies. I just think they mm-hmm. would be very fun to be able to do. So, but yeah. yeah, look, I think we're not really committed to like we like how many times have we say we're doing Entrapment next, and it took us forever to do that. So. You know, um, we never thought we were going to do this episode. We're probably going to be ranking the pubes of Bond next week. I don't know, but like, um, yeah, we got some. Oh, we got some let's. We, we haven't told them about our Pierce Brosnan interview, but like, we'll get to that eventually. So, <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, we probably could get George Lazenby. Well, again, we're going to save five thousand dollars. Remember, uh, and we'll get him. <laughs> well, that was before he's been cancelled. So now well, he'll be paying us five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, this was a random episode that no one was expecting, but it was fun. for Good to spend the last four hours of my Christmas with you, Ben Waterworth. And you too, um, Noah. Because it's still, it's still Christmas for you right now, isn't it? No, it ticked over just 30 minutes ago. Oh, well, I'm on Boxing Day too, so, you know. Yeah, now we're fully in Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Colin, we would have loved you. Can we hear from Colin? Uh, can we hear from Colin? That is a fantastic question. The answer to that is... I'm so in love with Die Another Day. I agree. And for that, because you're so in love with it... Yes. I'm I'm not going to make you edit more, but I would love to hear it like Die Another Day jingle jingle remix. I'm not that good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to do that. But this was fun. Like I had my Christmas yesterday. Ben's having his solo. It was fun to get on and just do a little fun festive. We've never done a dime diet double or seven Christmas festive New Year special. So here we go, breaking new ground. Well, I can't wait for our Australia Day special, Noah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> controversial. <laughs> yeah. Anzac we'll Day wait special. Bon- <laughs> we'll wait to Bond coming to. Australia, then we'll do it. Well, Anzac Day special, celebrating the wars of James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> good James Friday. Uh, the day he, we can do No Time to Die special on Good Friday, the day he died for our sins. So, yeah, love James Bond die for our sins. And then when he's resurrected in Bond 26, our Easter special coming in 2026. Hey, do an Easter special, why not? I don't believe in uh, Easter. But this was this was fun to just get on, have a little bit of fun. If, if you're alone on Christmas, I hope this gave you a bit of a joy, our little quiz, and I'll just talk shit about whatever. Uh, or if you're with your family, why are you listening to this? Or if you're Colin, uh, where were you? Yeah, Colin. Uh, and Merry Christmas to JB and the kids. Uh, so thanks everyone for joining us for the the end of the year. We got five days left, Ben, and then we're done. Uh, twenty twenty three is around the corner. Um, Which yeah, anything else, Dad? What anniversaries do we have next year? Well, it's Octopus. He, Colin keeps banging on. He's going to do an anniversary episode with Rocky for Octopus. Like, Rocky just waltzes in. I want to do this episode. Colin's always like, okay. Um, yeah. I've noticed Colin bends down to Rocky a lot. Oh, you should see the pictures. Um, look, I, I what else do we have? Uh, it'd be a film from Russia with love anniversary. 
three. Live and, and let die anniversary of you no not of you octopussy octopussy live and let die is that uh, 73 or 72 73 so we've got live and let die from russia with love and octopussy to celebrate next year yeah i mean from russia yeah. with love but like <laughs> <laughs> live and let die and octopussy yeah i'd rather live and let die <laughs> so i mean it if we did not do an anniversary for Diamond Love Forever or Die Another Day, we're not doing it. But the 21st anniversary of Die Another Day, still it's it's becoming an adult and legal drinking age in America. So, yeah. you know? Oh, uh, Ben, we're getting old. What about uh, 25th? It will be like the five anniversaries. Uh, what have we had ending with an eight? Um, I'm not good 15 year anniversary of Quantum of Solace. Oh, my Rush to celebrate that. Um, everyone's had movies released in the year with eight. Was that the only one? None in 98, none in 88, 78, no, 68, no. That was the oh. only year that, the, wow. Okay. Quantum. Well, we must, we must celebrate. Exactly. Poor old quantum. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the new year. We're getting older. It's like. There are, that there game are people comes out. Hopefully that new Bond game comes out they keep talking about. Yeah, we'll about. play be... that. That's what we'll do. Well, I, I don't have an Xbox, so I can't get the GoldenEye remaster. So There were people born in the year 2000 who were six when Casino Royale came out, and they're like, oh, what's this, <laughs> James, James Bond? James Bond. Um, yeah. yeah. That's sad. Uh, we're getting old. There are people being born uh, in this day and age right now that never lived in a world that Roger Moore existed. Oh, don't say that. me. <laughs> 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 oh, what a way to ruin Christmas. <laughs> oh, boo. Roger, oh. come back. Predictions. Will a James Bond actor die in 2023? I think Daniel Craig might, yeah. Daniel Craig? Wow. Now, I'm, out, I'm out to get him. Lazenby's on thin ice. That guy's going to cark it soon. Yeah, some some woke whatever is going to uh, stab him in the dick. You know what's, like, terrible is that every episode we're like, Lazenby's going to die, then everyone throws a crack. We never talk about Dalton or Brosnan dying, so I'm a bit scared for either. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave my two alone. Barry uh, Nelson. Anyway, uh, this was fun. Our first ever inaugural Christmassy, New Year's Eve, festive whatever special. Festivus. Um, Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, look forward to a, a whole new year coming. Who knows what it's going to bring, but I'm sure it's going to be fun. And I'm sure we're not going to be nominated for shit. Um, oh, we'd get nominated for shit. The Shit Podcast Awards nominees are. Yeah, well, guess what they did in that. Any last words, anything before we go, Ben? Thank you for making 2022 a year that existed. Yeah. Nominated year. Nominated. Just existed. Hey, I'm an award-winning podcast host from one of our other shows this year, just not this one. I didn't put any effort into this. <laughs> Colin and I won an award on a different show, Noah. It's behind me. Colin, I'm Ben. There it is. Look at that award. There it is. Oh. <laughs> no one is uh, So anyway, I didn't just drop the wine glass. Anyway, that's it. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year. I've had a good year, and I've enjoyed talking to Ben tonight and quizzing him on all sorts of things. 
In the meantime, subscribe to the Patreon. I'm saying don't. Oh, yeah. Spend Reverse your money. psychology. Spend your money on like AIDS research. Yeah, well, or your family this Christmas. I'm saying don't subscribe to the Patreon. No, bugger your family. Save people with AIDS. AIDS, yeah. Do the AIDS thing. Yeah, spend money on AIDS. Um, and in the meantime, I'll say I'm not wrong. Turns out Christmas does come more than once a year. And my name is Ben, and I don't know any doctor jokes. Do you know how Christmas trees are grown? They need sunshine. Sunshine can't grow Christmas trees alone. They need raindrops. Raindrops can't grow Christmas trees. Here's the reason why. In the winter, rain will freeze and the trees will die. Yeah.